This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I'm not very emotional, but I think one of the saddest cinematic scenes, he always laughs at this, is when fucking Dave Chappelle is roasting Nutty Professor. <laughs> that shit is the saddest shit to me, because I never like bullies, you know? I don't like seeing people <laughs> like, who, who cares? Every time he said, I laugh, I'm like, that's the sad thing to you? This Yo, been the funerals, nah, he sees man. death. <laughs> That shit is so... When you look at the, the look on his face and they play the music... In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. We have reoccurring guests. Actually, you guys haven't been on this podcast in a hot second. Hot second. I don't they, think I've ever been on it. I, I think it was me, I think Mike, I'm the only and one who has Oh, you weren't on this podcast yeah, yeah. yet? Mm, hey, I'm shit, excited. My, hey, my I'm bad, excited. dude. It's yeah. all black people yeah, look you, know like. you know what we look like. <laughs> <laughs> once they hit a certain complexion, they all <laughs> melt together. Reoccurring in spirit. <laughs> yeah, reoccurring in spirit. We're all one group. We just match together. You guys have so many fucking members. That's why. And I only have two seats, so I always have to like do lottery and shit like who's coming on it's like the parent is like uh you know uh yeah you know which one i'm talking to you know in high school i had a friend she had i think she had a total of nine siblings by the time the last kid hit was like their only boy child they didn't even name him his name is just boy i'm not even fucking lying like the movie for how long forever his name is still boy his name is boy B-O-Y boy. So when when they used to call him, they're like, hey boy, come here. I'm like, yo, t- call him by his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. Like, the- that is his name. <laughs> Why? Boy. Why? I don't know. I think they just got tired after number eight. They <laughs> said, so, you know what? Boy. It, yeah, it, let a family member name him. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Let the boy. another sibling name him boy. Yeah, I thought they were just being super disrespectful. Yeah, that's, that's, ma- that's still disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> that's very disrespectful. It's like, like Scantron says boy. It's like, boy. Fucking playing around. You know he's not the favorite. Yeah, he's not. He's not. Even give me a name. 100% he's not the favorite. They just gave up on him. They're like, yeah, yeah. You they, they don't even know where he's at right now. He's uh, just, 100%. They, they named him after Big Sean ad lib. So we. Oh, uh, go ahead. First thing we want to talk yeah. about. All these damn peacocks. A lot of peacocks. Oh, bro. Like, it's NBC in here. Yo. Fucking. I'm like, NBC, we, we, we drive. I'm like, is that a peak? Is that real? And, and then it moved. And like, not only is it a peacock, he was standing brolic on the fence. Like, <laughs> what's up? And like, then he was like, okay, one peacock. We get to the stop sign, look left. It's a peacock. He's like, there's one right there. We go to turn. We got to stop. It's another peacock crossing <laughs> the street. I'm like. Yo, I didn't a- know that there was this. So when we first moved into this area, the. Uh, whatever the fucking person that rents out homes. Yeah, what do you call those people? The real realtor. Yeah, the realtor. Yeah, or some yeah. Shit. yeah I'm an adult. <laughs> Fuck you. So, <laughs> so she came up. She was like, "Oh, there's a lot of peacocks." As if that was a selling point. And I'm like, "That's not a selling point." Yeah, I don't. Those big ass chickens. I don't yeah, fucking want yeah, these things yeah. here. They're everywhere. Oh, they're everywhere. Like and the other day, there was literally. So this is how peacocks work. There's the male, right? And they're yeah. actually called. Uh, 
Somebody corrected me in the neighborhood. They're like, they're, just, they're actually not peacocks. Yeah, they're just cocks. What are they called? They're called like pea hens or some shit like that. Yep. Oh, no. Yep. Females are called pea hens and the males are called peacocks, but they're called pea fowl. So this is this is the type of old people conversations I yeah. have. Like you saw me yeah. sit down for the porch. David's going downhill, guys. He's, he's over the hill. You know, my career is done, dude. We're talking about peacocks and people and their genus species. And so apparently, like I don't know, like sixty or seventy years back, yeah. some rich asshole brought these peacocks, and with this weather in Southern California, they just started multiplying. But they're not indigenous to the the area. They're like Southeast Asian birds or Indian birds. Are they aggressive? They are aggressive. So like mm. those, bro. They're known to see if you like just wash your car, yeah, they'll yeah. see the reflection in the fucking of your car and they'll fuck your car up. Oh, so that's crazy. Because if you notice, like with with peacocks, they only roll with one dude and he pimps out like seven birds. So it's always one guy, the one with the big feathers yeah, yeah. that just pimps out like six or seven. Yeah, when girls. we the one that we looked at to the left, it was it was him, but then I seen like two little two little uh birds. Yeah, those are the females. Oh, yeah, and so okay, you'll always okay, see them roughly okay. around like six yeah. or seven o'clock. They scream. It sounds like a seven year old dying, and then <laughs> they're they'll screaming. Fuck. They scream. I, I fuck. You'll probably That's hear some it. scary shit. They scream and they bring out their feathers and they get reception and they literally <laughs> rotate like this, like a satellite, <laughs> so they can get bitches. And then you'll see like six no. girls walk up to them. So do you think the CEO of NBC lived in Arcadia? I probably. <laughs> Like, he said, "I gotta create something. I gotta get the fuck about it." <laughs> but use the peacock. But it's a it's a it's a big ass bird. I was like, if that's just sitting at your window, you gonna be fucking scared. Oh, no. I remember my friend in Arcadia called me one day, and she was like, "I don't want to get out of my car. There are two peacocks outside my door." I said, "Let me tell you something. I don't know the temperament of peacocks, so I would stay in your car too." Yeah, I don't I don't know what the fuck they're gonna be on when you get out the car. So I signed up to the the neighborhood app here, right, yeah. just so I could hear other old people. I'm fucking yeah, old. yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> hey, bro, you just hey, did the whole way. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the neighborhood, and I wasn't supposed to laugh at this, but people put up their own personal problems and shit. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I don't know what what's with like people who own homes. They kind of vent. On yeah. the neighborhood app. Yeah. But this lady was saying, she was like, can you guys please pray for my chihuahua? Because they got attacked by a peacock. <laughs> and, and they probably only have a couple of days to live. Bro, oh, I laughed shit. so hard. Oh, yeah. No, I'll probably Because like, that's not something you hear every day. I'm not. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's why I looked up how yeah. aggressive they are. Apparently, they're That's an issue for me because me and Rome do walks in the neighborhood. That's our old tree. Yeah, we, yeah, we have walks. no walks. So like, yeah, yeah. Saturday morning, we'd be walking. Yeah, yeah. And there's no peacock. So I would be scared to a be attacked scared. by like, a peacock. Just, I'm like, all right, if he down there, it's like seeing a loose dog. I don't know what's going to happen. Let me just go another way. Funny story. We So you know how some people, um, they'll something that happened to them on a street or something. And they'll be like, you know what? I'm going to, not going to let that bother me. I'm going to conquer that fear. I'm going back on that street. Not happening. Over yeah. <laughs> we one time was walking on this one street and this dog, I it guess was, it was two dogs. It was two dogs. And this one, I guess he was the leader of the dog and he jumped up on like the thing. And so you could see his body kind of halfway over the fence. Like if he wanted to jump off and come after, but he stood there and looked at us. We've never been back down the street again. Can't See, take I the can't. chance. That was months ago. <laughs> <laughs> How often do you guys? So I started walking like three or four years ago. Yeah, we've been walking mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah, that's, that's therapeutic. Yeah. Shit. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it's like, you walk. get it. You get it. Don't judge me. Fucking walking around. You guys still got good knees. Fuck yeah, you. Yeah, you know, Yo, I had, a, I had a torn meniscus. <laughs> oh, me too. Good. We twins. That, that, walk, that walk feels good, man. You're like, man, I'm looking at the neighborhood. I'm telling you, me and my boy Khalif, there was a certain point where he and I were walking eight miles a day. It's when pandemic hit. And is mm. Khalif the one that looked like a... Uh, You've been to one of your skits. Yeah, that looks like a... Uh, uh, 
the knee. Took the knee. Oh, what about, uh, name? fucking Niners. What's his name? What's his name? The quarterback. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Kaepernick. Oh, Kaepernick. Yeah. Oh, oh, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. we started walking, and we found this trail out over here uh, in in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. It's like apparently like all everybody does that trail. I yeah, didn't yeah. know about this because I was living in South Pasadena at the time for like four years. Mm-hmm. I just never went outside my room, so I didn't know. <laughs> So I didn't fucking know. So I just, once I started realizing like I could explore this fucking city, we found this trail. And from where we start to end, it's like four miles there, four miles back. It's eight miles total. That's solid. And we were doing that shit because we had nothing to do. And then we started realizing like literally we would be out all day. We would come back and our night day was over and my feet would be throbbing. Yeah. But it was cathartic. It like was. it feels yeah. good. Like we would just. Because you look up and don't even realize how far you walk. Yeah. And that's the thing. And then they say that they, it's all these like, healing practices to walk in and all this stuff and i'm mm-hmm. like well besides just the health part of it but just like mentally it's just especially during the pandemic do you feel like you guys got more like uh, aware of yourself during pandemic because i think a lot of people and i was talking about this earlier that like pandemic kind of either made made you better or it ruined you oh, for sure i felt like it was a big reset for everybody i felt like everyone even the earth needed it yeah <laughs> not yeah. to speak about like the you know yeah. environment but it needed it like when you yeah. look outside in la it'll be so much small mm-hmm. during pandemic was i was clear. seeing stuff like wait it's a mountain there? yeah it's, it's, it's <laughs> like, i didn't even know it was a mountain there because you never Yo, see it fucking but, <laughs> eagle landed on your shoulder and shit <laughs> but, but thank you and it but, flew away which <laughs> funny i think me and him so we born 16 days apart oh shit. both areas yeah. this is crazy so we have this synergy oh we when's both, your birthday April seventeenth. Oh shit! March thirtieth. We all Aries. Yeah, oh, come on. That, that's that's the energy. <laughs> we knew, that's we the knew energy. it was energy. <laughs> yeah, we get it. We so we assholes. both like <laughs> mentally are. I would say stronger than a lot of the average person. So a lot don't bother me, and mm-hmm. stuff that do bother me, I can get over it quickly. So my whole thing with the pandemic was come out on top. Like, yeah. Take advantage of it, and that's why we started the Shades line. And I was reading more, and I was like, I just want to be the best version of me. So I'd start working out, we start walking more. I think we was already in it, but I think I feel like it just boosted it. Like especially after we read the book, I think we talked about it on the last podcast, the Five AM Club. Like mm-hmm. it just kind of boosted it from there. Like we were already reading and stuff like that, but once you're in the pandemic and stuff was going on, then when I read that book, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, it's time to really. Like really lock in and so, damn. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Lie. I haven't read a book in like ten years. You gotta read a book. I read baby. one a month. You gotta I, read a book. Damn, you one fucking. You gotta read. A book, I haven't. Man. So I used to have a problem with reading. I used to read books all the time. Yeah. I used to get my ass whooped because I used to read too much because yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sleep. That's why you're not reading them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I picked up a guitar and I found mm-hmm. out fucking guitar gets you more pussy than a book. <laughs> so like, I, I literally yeah, yeah, started yeah, playing got guitar, you. trying to do music. Got you. But I haven't read a book in like damn near ten years. Every time I've I've opened up Save the Cat, How to Write a Script, ten years haven't finished. What about audiobooks? I oh, man, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to podcasts. I'm about to say, man, podcasts. I feel that. But for me, it was the opposite. When I was younger, reading was a punishment. All mm. I want to do is play video games. My dad, like, all right, yeah. y'all been playing, read a book. So I looked at books like a punishment until I got older and I was like, find things I like to read. Like, mm-hmm. I put intention on 2014 when we moved to the, I don't know if you ever, has he been to the old house? I feel like he might have came out of it once, but it was I don't the two story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, that house. I like. I don't want a TV in my room. I want to read as many books as I can mm. in a year. I read about fifteen books that year, and the first two was the Four Agreements, which is the book I always recommend, and um, the Alchemist. the Alchemist, which I read in one day. Never did that again. With yeah. a book. That's how good it was. I couldn't stop. And those two books changed my life. I think you would really enjoy The Alchemist if you haven't read it. I think think that's one one book you would would dive into. But I see how it's changed me, my perspective. That's why I feel like I'm more mentally strong because I always reading and always using my brain and getting new information I can Mm -hmm. implement in my life. 
damn, dude, I ain't shit. Like, I, I had literally refused. Well, sometimes when I start reading books, I get angry. I'm like, yo, I don't, you don't tell me how to live my I fucking life. I get angry. Yeah, I get hella mad. All these fucking but words. But I switch it up, though. Like, so I'll do self-help one month and maybe mm. business and maybe like a... An adventure or, some, or autobiography, so it ain't yeah. like self help, self help, because you gotta, you know, so much information. I'm trying to. I really do think. feel like I, I kind of thought about this the other day because sometimes when we do these college shows, these kids ask me about what they should do with their life, and I'm like, yo, you don't ask me. <laughs> I, I've been getting lucky for ten years. Dude. I'm surprised <laughs> yeah. I still have a living. Like, like, don't ask me. Like, I'm just I'm figuring shit like, out. Yeah, you, you know, you're successful. What did yeah. you do? I was like, don't follow me, kids. I don't yeah. know. God yeah, yeah. has just blessed me. <laughs> like, I, I tell, <laughs> and we just did a podcast on, on our boss talk one about going with the flow like mm-hmm. the lesson i learned recently is like letting go of control and just because if i feel like the universe and everything is in my favor why am i con- trying to control every outcome mm-hmm. that's like the aspect of fear in a way i'm scared of what it might be if i don't control it so that's what you were doing you was just going with the flow and living in that <laughs> space and you've been blessed because of it and ever since i started doing that some blessings you feel like your happen. spiritual life helped it too like like just like helped you Kind of like your faith helped you just continue this because it's easy to give up in what we do. You know what I'm saying? You like, know what it is, man. Like I've 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 talked about this a lot too. It's just uh, and I've I've had an issue with people. Actually, one of the things that I realized in pandemic, uh, I've already cut off a lot of people out of my circle. Yeah. I cut mm-hmm. it down even more during pandemic. Gotcha. And one of the one of the things that I really disliked and is because of what pandemic did, did to other people. I don't like people who aren't grateful. Mm-hmm, so if mm-hmm. you don't have this idea of being gracious for the things that you have, I can't fuck with you. So that yeah. might have to d- deal with, you know, growing up in a church. It's always yeah, about yeah. being grateful about, mm-hmm. you know, these small little blessings, yeah. right? When when pandemic happened, a lot of people came. I started hearing a lot of complaints about stupid shit, right? And like I talk about this too where, you know, first world problems are very real, but mm-hmm. they're very real depending on who you say it to. Because mm-hmm. you can't talk about your first world problems to people who are struggling. It's a proximity. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and people don't understand that. Yeah. So like I like somebody I recently had to cut off is because no matter how good this person's life is, mm-hmm. this person complains nonstop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, had a conversation with yeah, him yeah. and I was like, bro, I know what your life was like 10 years ago. Yeah. The fact that you could still complain when you have all this blows my mind. Like, yeah. I, I I can't hear it because it, yeah, yeah. it, it starts to affect me because I that's the thing too like I just never complain and I think that's always allowed me to go with the flow mm-hmm. because I remember when I first came to LA I bought this desk at Walmart I had this iMac that I put my whole savings into I oh, sold yeah. every fucking Jordan I had oh, yeah. just so I could buy a camera all this equipment yeah. lenses and whatever mm-hmm. and when, before I came here all my friends from Sacramento they before I left they pulled in this money to buy me this twenty four seventy lens which is what I needed to shoot skits that's fire that's a good, right? great I remember that shit till this day yeah. and it makes me grateful for the things that mm-hmm. i have so when somebody tries to bring that negative energy into my life i just go fuck you because i don't need this no so when people talk about like okay so what are your goals in life it's like to be honest with you i've kind of exceeded what everything that i wanted now everything's a bonus so it's about yeah. mm-hmm. being grateful for the things i have so that's the kind of perspective that, that i've always had mm-hmm. every time i leveled up with something i'm like yo i can't believe i get to do this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. when i went on set I didn't realize how much people ask for things. I was like that dude because I was casted for this Netflix food yeah. show, and they they were they were like, "What do you want on your writer?" I'm like, "What's a writer?" 
the like it's like snacks and food. Yeah. I was like, just give me beef jerky and water. And then, like, this, yeah. this person literally said to me, it's like, this is not a Bulgarian prison. Like, Duh. Yo, that's my, funny. What my PA roasted me, bro. I was like, excuse me. Bro, bro, like, you too, you too humble. Yeah. 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 Like, you want snacks? I'm like, nah, just give me like beef jerky that's and how, water. That's literally how we are. A long time ago, uh, you know what story I'm about to tell. A long time ago, we had to do I this show. I don't, I don't. Oh, long time ago, we had to do this show. And they asked us, did we need anything? Okay, now I know. Now and <laughs> we literally was just like... This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. For those of you who don't know, Skillshare is an online learning community that offers membership with a whole bunch of meaning. Now, I have a lot of hobbies, a lot of side hustles, a lot of things that I'm interested in, but I don't want to scour the web looking for random people to teach me stuff that I don't even know if they're credible or in the position to teach me these things. Well, Skillshare has a bevy, a huge database of online instructors to help you get to where you want to be, no matter if it's a hobby, no matter if it's a side job or whatever you want to learn. Skillshare just might have it for you. I mean, think about it. What do you want to learn? You want to learn uh after effects you want to learn how to organize your life you want to learn i don't know gardening something out there skillshare will probably have it for you man and so far everything that i've wanted to learn or i was curious about skillshare had a course for it currently right now the course that i'm taking has nothing to do with my hustles at all it has everything to do with the fact that during pandemic i needed to learn how to take care of my plants so i'm actually doing a course called indoor gardening with ekta shadri and i gotta tell you there's so much stuff i didn't know about this but my plants be brimming with life son so for all all my genius brain listeners out there, explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash brain and get a one month free trial of premium membership. That's one month of a premium membership at Skillshare.com slash brain. Uh, we could just have some, some water. I mean, that's that's fine. We don't need pretty much. Maybe mm-hmm. some chairs. Yeah. Water. <laughs> After we did the show, kind of find out they said we were on a high horse. We just, I, we just want water. That's Y'all asked us. That's a basic nutrition. I, that's, yeah, just, for water in a chair because well, at, we was hosting a Trey Songz, uh, uh show at Georgia State, and he was late, and we didn't have to. We kept the crowd going. We yeah, started we have just to do performing that, things, and we kept the show going until he got there, which was like two hours late. And they said we were on our high horse. <laughs> we weren't getting paid for this. We, we, didn't, we was doing this just for the exposure and out of love of this, you know. It's still being, early. It's in still our, early in, in dorm. Yeah, this so. like, you know, two years after maybe. Water is life. It's what, that's, and I'm, chairs. Yeah. Chairs <laughs> is so we can use them to act. Yeah, that's what, it's just, and yeah, we're like, on our high horse. Look at these babbling, YouTube bro. fancy motherfuckers <laughs> asking for fucking sustenance. But <laughs> we've always, and, but what's, I was just talking about this yesterday with uh, Pat and Tahir. I was just like, why is it that us as creators, once we work and we get to a certain point, we're still afraid to like ask for certain things sometimes? Because we don't want to come off as, oh, they they want too much. But we should be able to, after you don't work a certain amount of time, it's like, yeah, I would like this and this and this. But then the, the other part of you is like... You know what it like, is? I, I, I bet you, know. you it's because every single one of us growing up, when we would ask for things, we get our ass for. <laughs> <Probably. laughs> don't ask for shit when you go in this store. I had that. I had that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Go in the store. Don't ask for nothing. Don't touch nothing. <laughs> so we go to shows. We be like, don't. I don't want to ask for nothing. Give me a chance. Give me a chance. I can't believe you asked for water and they're like, Just, that, fucking fans baffled us. That shit was crazy. Most baffling. Thing. Did That's you say we, something to him? Like, I'll fucking kill you. I think we just let it go. We just never did anything with that with that particular organization again. I don't think because we're just like, all right, well, they don't appreciate just. And why the re- fuck was Trey Song so fucking late? I, come on, man, artists just dick be is late. heavy. That's why. That's uh, why. <laughs> he, had to, he had to drag that I, thing with him. And, and then he said, 
he didn't want us to introduce him. Yeah. We were the host. He told his people to come tell us not to introduce him. We were like, oh, okay. Right. Oh, you just think because you slang an eight-pound dick, you can just do whatever you want. That was the most shocking video I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> this, this was around the ready era, right? So, you know, that's okay. so we were ready, era, so, you know. Yeah. You know so it is what it is. But, yeah, I feel like we should be able to celebrate your luxuries. Like, when you when you get to a certain point, you're just like, all right, I don't want to clean no more. I'm going to hire somebody to clean. That shouldn't be looked at as like, oh, you lazy mo. It's like, nah, I just I got other shit to do. It's a time thing. It's hard because like it's not stuff that you know I don't think we grew up with. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. We cleaned the household. We had to yeah. do this stuff. Yeah. But it, it's weird because now I'm learning how to prioritize time a little bit more, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So recently, listen, I, I I do this thing where I fucking I get into something really deep for no fucking reason. Yeah. It's because I have insomnia. I can't sleep. Like except I, books. It's that fuck books, bro. <laughs> fuck books. I ain't diving deep. Books. <laughs> no, send me some books so I can read it. Yeah. So I- watch, watch in two years, David Sorg gonna have a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to thank Cam and Roman. Yeah, like, I didn't read a book, but I wrote one. <laughs> now read my shit. I'm definitely reading that book. But I had a fucking. Um, so I got super deep into cleaning cars. So okay. So I got. I, I'm in. I'm in this house now, yeah. right? We're renting this house, and I have a garage and a driveway and a hose. I haven't had a hose in goddamn near. <laughs> I don't know how long. Yeah. You know, because apartments you got hoses. Yeah, you got. Yeah. And yeah. so I was like, Yo, I'm. I'm gonna wash my fucking car. I'm gonna wash my own car in a hot second. I got so deep into this. I spent four hundred dollars on car cleaning shit, and then I was like, "Cause I'm gonna save money. Four hundred dollars is investment, <laughs> I'm save right? Money, yeah. That took me four hours to clean my car. <laughs> Jeez, the biggest waste of time. Oh yeah, it costs you did forty dollars huh? to clean your car. I wash my car two times a year. Yeah. The fuck was I thinking? It's gonna take me damn near seven years to get my money back. Oh yeah, it's a wrap on that. You might as well. That's in the yeah, red. All those peacocks gonna be dead, but they get money back. You guys have a book on smart investments. Yeah. <laughs> like, we do. No, yeah, don't don't buy washing equipment that you don't need. That's funny. That's funny though. So did you? So you washed it once. Well, but, I, but why was it so much thing? It was like a wax. Was wax. It you was, must have been waxing and detailing. I mean, it's just all this. You guys need your car washed too. I need to make my money back. <laughs> Bro. I can see David in the middle of Michael pull up like what the fuck is David in the yard? Hey, man, I'm washing car, bro. I just need to make sure this my money's worth this shit. It's hard work. Yeah, oh, no, man. you got to sweating. Like it's it's rough. My God. Yeah. And then like I, I didn't realize like how dirty a car is. Because yeah. you know, other people have been washing yeah. my cars. Yeah, and yeah. you know, sometimes they take a little longer. I'm like, you yeah. lazy motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like you, so to, you ain't getting no goddamn tip. I'm tipping so well now. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I make you tip better now that you see your yeah. hard. I mean, work. I always tip well. I'm gonna tip a little more now because yeah, yeah. it is hard shit. Yeah. And plus, yeah. I didn't realize that when you put on wax, if you're not paying attention, you forget where you put the wax. So I'm just like, oh, what happened? Like, oh shit. <laughs> so shit. Just, I have to rewipe the yeah. whole car down. <laughs> I was pissed. And it actually really started because my neighbor. His name is David as well. He washes his car every two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then he saw me bring in people to wash my car. And I think he kind of lightweight judged me a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, fuck you, yeah, bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'll wash my car. I'll wash my car better than so you. So you felt guilty. You assumed that he assumed. Yeah. And then you was like, I need to go ahead. And I assumed right because I know that motherfucker. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he washes his car with a, with a regular hose. I, I bought a pressure washer. Oh, you weren't playing out <laughs> here. I was like, yo, fuck you. It would be funny seeing y'all compete as neighbors. He come out and see that. And he come back with something else. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. just, and both of the wives are looking at each other. By the time they done, they got a whole car wash, like, fucking uh, uh, store out there. For people to come through. Everybody bring in the neighborhood that's coming <laughs> in the driveway. I'm doing fucking neighborhood fundraisers and shit. What the fuck? Fuck you, bitch. I'm better than that's you. That's funny. I feel like, but as adults, we dive into just things, especially creators. We like to just 
do shit. I feel like we just like the like over the pandemic. I was like, you know what? I want to I want to study how to be a sommelier for wine and shit. So I just started looking at you know shit about wine a little bit. No. I, I took like one hour class and I was like, oh yeah, I know my shit now. <laughs> I don't know shit. I don't. I don't. I don't wine, know anything. Wine is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I, I'll tell you. You know why? It's, it's this is this is why I say it's stupid. I have a friend who loves wines, and mm-hmm. I just asked him straight up. I was like, when you talk about this shit, right? You're bullshitting half the time. He goes, most people are. He goes, when you drink wine, just drink the shit that you like. Yeah, that's, that's it. all yeah. that matters. That's you like yeah. this, drink it. Because yeah. I can give you like a thousand dollar bottle of wine. Yeah. You'll drink it and you'll probably hate it. And you, and you, but in your mind, you'll be like, oh, I taste the notes of uh, rosemary. Because I started doing food stuff. and I started mm-hmm. realizing how people are just full of shit. Like yeah. they're full of fucking shit. Yeah. They they talk about things as if they're an expert in in the realm just because they want to sound smart. Yeah. And that's what people do about wine. I'm not talking yeah. about people who are wine connoisseurs and they they're sommeliers yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Sommeliers, I don't even know how to say sommeliers. Like they know what's yeah, up. Yeah. But like think about this, um sturgeon caviar, right? Mm-hmm. I see Gordon Ramsay. He, he, you know, he puts it on his fucking the back of his hand like a little yeah. bitch, and then little bitch. <laughs> I'll give a fuck. Put it on the front of your hand. <laughs> yeah. I love Gordon Ramsay, yeah, but yeah. You, you little bitch for that because <laughs> he puts it on the back of his hand because because somebody said you have to put it on the back of your hand. The idea of this is very stupid. Yeah, and they do it and they eat it. And he goes, "This is the most amazing thing I've ever had in my life." This <laughs> I've had caviar. Yeah. It's yeah. salted water eggs. Yeah. I know it tastes good. It has something to it. Yeah. That's the best thing you've ever had. Truffle, right? Truffle, people, yep. I like the way truffle tastes. Yeah, like truffle go, fries. Like truffle fries. Truffles yeah. are fire, right? And people talk about it as if like, oh, you need to have truffle. Like it's the mo- it's worth yeah, its yeah. money. Okay, I get it. It tastes good, but it's the best thing you've ever had. Gotcha. Shut the fuck up. Gotcha. It's because there's a certain status that comes with it. You know food because you like truffle. You know food because yeah. you like caviar. I, the, the weirdest thing when people get into food or when they get into these things is like you shouldn't let somebody dictate to you what tastes good when it comes to food. You like it, that's fine. That's what, yeah. Some when of the cook- best food I had was a sausage from the corner store in, oh, yeah. in Atlanta. Something small. Like, a sausage yeah. sandwich. We go in there and them shit's fire. Yeah. Exactly. $4. And nobody could tell you otherwise that that tastes good to you. Mm-hmm. Right? And people love doing that. They go, oh. When people started getting into food because food culture is really big, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I own food spots, right? Mm-hmm. And then I ate at McDonald's. Like they're like, you still eat McDonald's? Like yeah, bitch, I still fucking a, eat McDonald's. It tastes good to me. Like what are you talking about? Well, I don't. I mean, I eat the the sausage egg McMuffin. I, I like that. I shit. I know that shit. You live a life. You live life. I know that shit. Fucking life. Because I remember man. how good that was. So fucking mad. <laughs> and I can't eat it anymore. Oh, you don't eat uh, nah. meat anymore? Are we pescatarian. Nah, yeah. Oh, that's right. Seven years now. Yes, seven years. Seven years. So no pork, man. I no pork, no beef. Amazing. I know. See, I'm not one of those people that be like, oh, don't eat that. No, I know it fucking tastes good. I'm not gonna tell you not to do it. Like it's your life. life. I'm not gonna say ill white. Nah, that's good. Do you think it's a conversational piece though? Because I think like I mean we were talking about one day like it's cool to be the guy that knows like all the hot spots in town for restaurants. Mm. Like somebody asks you and like oh yeah you go to here and try this on the menu. Da da da. It kind of feels cool. So I think that's kind of same thing like with wines and shit like that. People be like oh yeah I do it. Yes it's maybe I'd be bullshitting but. It's a conversational piece. If it sounds maybe like if it, you're asked and not always volunteering. Gotcha. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah, if yeah, someone yeah. asks you like, "Hey, you like wine?" Then you yeah. spit your shit. Yeah. Gotcha. But if you just come like, so you sit down. Well, you know, wine. You know, this <laughs> and that. That's when people don't fuck with. Bro, I'll fuck with people up though. I'll I'll, I'll bullshit and they'll yeah. bullshit with me. It's like, bro, I don't know what I'm talking. You lying through your fucking yeah, teeth right yeah. now. I'm like, yo, this wine right here. It comes from the area of Genovese. A, lo- a little drier. <laughs> a little a little drier on the palate than I expected. <laughs> but you know what? 
It's it's actually pretty nice. Yeah. I heard the summers are really good too. And they'll be like, Yeah, fuck you, yeah. bitch. I don't know what I this- made all that shit. <laughs> yeah. It's two buck chuck, bitch. You would respect them more if they said, hey, man, what the fuck you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> the funny thing, I'm not a big drinker like that, but I recently my homegirl brought over a wine, cheap wine. The best wine I ever had in my life. There and I go. took a picture there, there of it. Hold on, let me. It'd be funny if it said cheap wine on the front. <laughs> It doesn't even got a label. But, it got a sharpie with a toilet paper. Does your lady drink? Yo, she drinks not as much. Okay, but okay, then uh, typically I've been drinking a lot because of pandemic. No, for sure. That, drinking, drinking, Top. fucking, and uh, drugs went up during the <laughs> pandemic. All, all of that, just weed. Everything went up. Yeah, so like I drink I get that. I drank. Yeah, because I started getting really into uh, tequila because yeah, me too. Yeah, cheap ass wine, it was blueberry <laughs> flavor. It almost tastes like juice. That shit was amazing. Hey man, this is wrong with little Stella Rosa, dude. I had oh, to yeah. take, a, take a picture of. It. That's <laughs> what all, I know. I like. It. Hey, you hey, know how I'm not old? This fucking photo didn't change. You see how I grabbed that shit? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take that. Shit was so funny. I thought there was oh, some, yeah. some big old. It ain't what you would think they was gonna look like. It's not. Oh, oh let me see. He got them old hands always, you know. <laughs> when you hand him a phone, he accidentally pressed oh, something. Oh, my bad, son. My bad. <laughs> my old bad. Hands. Hey, fix the ball for me. Yo, that is old hands, bro. That is <laughs> your parents' shit. They always knock. What you be doing? You don't grab it by the screen. Yo, the old hands. <laughs> yeah, they. Old ass hands. That's the old ass hands. That's the biggest sign of age right there. Motherfucker. Pass the. You think you got them old hands? Oh, oh. Them shit's like melted Snickers bar. They just <laughs> wipe across everything. Just ashy. <laughs> hard as fuck. That's funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> 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 yeah. it's like, yo, how'd you get into my iPhone notes? <laughs> yo, I showed you a picture. How'd you get into my fucking notes, bro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, my son. <laughs> oh, my God. And, and Emmanuel was so scared. He's like, oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Oh, <laughs> Duck. <laughs> Old ass hands for the wind, dog. That's funny. That's funny. That's it, man. That's funny. Yeah, I mean. Can I I just read this title real quick, dog? Yeah, go ahead. It's just the title to this. It says that NBC's ultimate slip and slide halts production after explosive diarrhea outbreak on set. Wait, wait. Just let y'all know that. After explosive diarrhea. Explosive diarrhea outbreak. About a hundred people got <laughs> shitty ass. No, that's that's terrible. This motherfucker gotta stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. Funny. Oh yeah. I yeah. think I watched that specific that clip. Is clip hilarious, though. Probably a hundred times. Bro. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. The shit that had me dying. So if you guys don't know, I was on their podcast and fucking Emmanuel picked up the phone like it was a ham sandwich. <laughs> Changed the whole fucking phone. He went into his nose, turned on the flashlight, <laughs> and he called your mom something. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'll hey, the Old ass hands. Old ass hands. Parents grab shit. <laughs> Only parents and toddlers just grab yeah. shit. I was, I think I was dying laughing for like two days straight. That shit is funny, man. I think what I didn't even pick this up, but when I was watching the clip, like it's like when Emmanuel uh, flipped the picture, he went, oh, oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's the oldest shit you can. That's the oldest noise you can make. Oh, oh, oh. This sounds like a kung fu movie. Yeah, that is funny. Oh, dog. Dog. He's such an old soul. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's always been like he that too. Like There's always been an old soul. Is this. he like the one in the group that's like? A, 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 is that my? Fu- uh, we'll continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's the one in the group that's like gonna come out in a robe. That's. Not going to go to the party, or if he does go to the party, he's going to leave early. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's that guy. He says in he's going to uh, show up at the party, but then he's not at the party. He's not yeah, at the yeah, party. No, and we tell him, you ain't coming. What you mean I ain't coming? And you then not. he don't come. <laughs> You're not Stop coming. trying to just go to bed. Yeah. I mean, there's always there's always that one person like that. Like, I I don't go out as much as I used to. Like, mm-hmm. when I was, because when I first moved to L.A., I was in K-Town for like five years straight. Gotcha. And so every fucking day we went out. We, I had uh, me and my buddy Ed. So Ed won this competition for this uh, Korean alcohol called soju. So soju, we had a year supply of it. Oh, I had some soju. Dude, we listen. <laughs> Finish your story. I'll tell you my soju story. But basically, we killed that whole supply like in three or four months. Damn. It was oh, a year supply. Well, everybody came into our apartment oh, like okay, it was okay. the place to be. Yeah, yeah. And we had to get rid of this alcohol because it was taking up a whole room. So Damn. we're like, just come through and just drink. Yeah, this girl that was in town from like Germany or something one time was like, "Yeah, come to this spot, meet me at a uh, this Korean barbecue." I was like, "Well, I can't eat any barbecue, really." And it was like, "Well, just just come hang out." So I came, and then they brought out this. this she was like, "You ever had soju?" And I was like, uh, "No, um, what is that?" And it was like, "Oh, it's like a alcohol." I was like, All right, cool. And she they brought out they ordered like ten bottles. So I'm thinking yeah. like, "Oh, this must be like lightweight, cool." Bro, we went through them bottles. I was mad. I was like, what the fuck is in here? Like, I was like, oh, I don't need to. She was like, oh, yeah, I should have told you to slow down on the soldier and catch it. Oh, now you need to think yeah. so now? That's just, it was good, though. It's good that almost. This podcast is brought to you by Vivino, my friends. Can I tell you right now that when Vivino approached me for this podcast sponsorship, I was hyped because I actually have been using Vivino for quite a while. Anytime I purchase wine online, I typically go to Vivino. And the reason why is because the buying experience of their wine is so easy for somebody like me who doesn't really know what they're buying. Now, I've talked about wines before and I'm not that knowledgeable about it, but you actually don't have to be if you purchase your wines through Vivino. They have a bunch of peer reviews. They also have descriptors where the wine is from. And these people who are here online reviewing these wines they're wine fanatics they can tell you in the language that you need to help you understand what you're tasting and by the way not just for purchasing wine you can use the app to scan a bottle of wine like when you're in the grocery store just to see what other people think about the wine you're about to buy it's freaking awesome you could use this app for anybody from a novice wine user to somebody who's an expert so i've really stepped up my wine game thanks to vivino give them a try and i know you're going to love it go to vivino.com brain and use code brain at checkout to save 20% on your first order up to $200. That's V-I-V-I-N-O dot com slash brain code brain to save 20% on your first order of up to $200. Vivino.com slash brain code brain. See site for details. Terms apply. It's K- K- yeah, go ahead. My K-Town stories have to do with karaoke rooms. Oh, yeah. And oh, I didn't know how oh, crazy yeah. karaoke oh, yeah, was. And like... I went, my Asian homegirl took me to this one spot. It blew my mind. I thought I was in a movie. That's yeah. only seen that in like Asian movies. Yeah, yeah. Like every room was huge. Yeah. It was just like, and just everyone was in there dancing and yeah. singing. I was the only black person in there. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, all right, let's yeah, do it. Let's do it. Just let's went let's in there, had a, had a ball. They come through, and you get bottle service. It was crazy. But the funny thing we've been trying to figure out for the past years, the only women that holler at me are Asian women. 
And we've been trying to figure out what is it about me that they like? Everyone say, I got big eyes. I'm like, that's so stereotypical to go to that first. But I'm like, I don't know what it is. But yeah. they're the ones that holler at me. I can yeah, see yeah. into your soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they really like him. They really like him. I and we still don't have the answer to it. Yeah. <laughs> first girl I met out here, Asian. Yeah, Does yeah. that have a bunch of Asian girls? Have you dated girls? Asian girls? Not like, it's my girlfriend, but yeah, just having fun. What was that experience like for you? Different? It was cool. I like people with culture. Yeah. That's why I don't think I can date like a white girl mm, because yeah. I need culture. Yeah. Like at the end of the day. <laughs> so, so, like, now, like, no, no. But when we say, yeah, dating and having sex is two different yeah, things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> two different things. <laughs> I'm talking about <laughs> seriously I'm talking dating. About bring it home. <laughs> I'm, talking, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about, you know, multiplying <laughs> generations. <laughs> but I just need culture. So if, if I can date outside my race, but it'll be Asian. It could be Indian. There's yeah. some people that just have culture. That's what I need. Yeah. What, what is that though? Because I, I feel the same way because I've definitely dated a couple of white girls mm-hmm. and it just something didn't click i think mm-hmm. it's just because they didn't get their ass beat when they were younger or something i, I yeah. feel like there's like this certain struggle like, that you need to go through i feel like there there are few out there that may understand whether they were raised around a certain group of people or something but it's like when i'm thinking when i'm talking about white girl work i'm talking about like you know laguna beach like from the source, the so you know from the source. I can't, I can't do the singing. I can't do the singing talk. I can't the like how the Kardashians talk. I can't. I can't. I mean, I feel like no. I'm like, well, hold it's, on, it's super attractive. It's not like a door going in. I can't do it. So that yeah, so it's just like I, you just gotta have some type of culture balance, like because I feel like it gets to a point when it's like those especially like if you look at everything that happened last year, you know, with George Floyd and everything it's like when it when those moments happen it's like are you having my back because you just feel like, you know or, or do you really feel something, you know what I'm saying it's a, you went deep with it, I'm shallow with it, what, what we watching <laughs> like I watch a lot of white shit, but yeah. it's just like you you ain't never seen snowfall. You ain't <laughs> never seen boys in the hood. Like we gotta have a balance. I wanna go yeah. tap into what you into, yeah, yeah. but we need a balance. Yeah. Like it's certain things no, you I just don't it. know. I mean, it, it's hard because you know what it is too? It's also sense of humor. That's that's the biggest fucking difference. It's like one, shit yeah. that makes you laugh doesn't make them laugh. Yeah. Like even with my fiance, because she didn't grow up around any black people, yeah, yeah. we would watch certain movies, films, or whatever, and then I'm cracking up and she goes, I don't get it. And I'm yeah. like, fuck, I might have to leave you. <laughs> like, I'm like, like, what you mean? You I didn't know you didn't it, get this real. before. Like, <laughs> we were watching, like, I mean, there's like, so, like Marlon, right? The second yeah, season. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like the mm-hmm. first season, but second season, it's just Marlon just roasting Yeah, just roasting me. So I'm cracking up i'm like marlon's fucking ridiculous she goes i don't get why this is funny i'm like you just fucking (laughs) what does she find funny though like what's something that like fucking puppy videos and shit like she was like you see this i'm like fuck you like don't show me this shit i know the ending this puppy's gonna bark like i know what's gonna happen don't tell me this shit is there a show she like that you not into oh there's a shit (laughs) there's so much you know what i meant what what (laughs) made But what I like about her, though, is that she's very inquisitive and she's not afraid to ask mm, questions. Mm-hmm, so okay. when the Black Lives Matter thing happened, right, mm-hmm. she didn't understand why I was so upset. Yeah. Like, she didn't get it. She just it was like, oh, this is a tragedy. So yeah. why are you upset? I was like, mm, I don't know, even know how to explain it. Right? Gotcha, yeah. Because it's not something that you really grew up with. You didn't see a lot of <laughs> You're it. You're supposed to look at her and say... I'm half black. I mean, <laughs> I was, that's why. She's I mean, like, you're angry at black people. <laughs> and, you, and you should have told her, and you know where I'm black. <laughs> <laughs> my credit score my is credit like, <laughs> like, the lowest that's one. A good one. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's funny. That's good. That's hilarious. But she, she, she was always like, she never understood like the the funniest things yeah. that she would ask, and it's not. It's funny to me because she was like, "How come black women wear silk stuff on their head before they go to sleep?" I'm like, hilarious. "Oh, this is a question that most real, people wouldn't know." Yeah, that's a real. But question. and the only reason why I know is I grew up in a black beauty supply yeah. store, so yeah. this is why I know. So she, she would just always ask these things, which is really smart. Most yeah, people yeah. don't. They would either pretend like they know, or they mm-hmm. would just judge from a distance. Yeah. So I think that's what I really liked about. Yeah, it. we're so afraid to ask questions. Like I, I, I ask questions. Like I remember one of my homies. He's white, and I, I asked him. I said, "Hey, bro, I'm gonna be honest with you. Do white people iron? Like, <laughs> like you be wrinkled a lot, bro. Like, you be, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like white he was like, I ain't gonna lie, though. I've never touched the iron. I was like, see, I know. I'm like, these are questions I just need to know. I'm like, I remember first time I spent the night at my friend Mike's house. He was white. I was in uh, middle school. I said, uh, I'm about to take a shower. I was like, can I get a washcloth? He said, What's that? What's that? What's that? <laughs> like, what you use to wash? He like, we just use a soap bar. So I went in there, looked at the soap. I was like, nah, all right. Yeah, I saw right. some body washes. I'm using the body yeah, wash. Yeah, yeah. And I took like, you know, those medium towels that you use yeah. just to wipe you know, oh, dry yeah. things. I took one of them. That was my washcloth. The hotel like, be about this what big. What a washcloth is. <laughs> Yo, that's different cultures. It, that, there's like, like hygiene shit is way different. Well, you know, for Asian people, like the shoes in the house yeah. is the mm-hmm. biggest fuck fucking it, thing. It's great. Like I... I didn't know I had to explain it to anybody, but it was like a very American thing not to you just bring your shoes in. And then like I remember I explained to one of my friends, like, well, why do you do that? I was like, You I literally saw you step in shit yeah, before like, you came in here. You walked that, in the grass and you stepped like, in the shit. And... That that's why we do it. Like yeah. it's 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 annoying. Like yeah. we don't the, it's hard to clean that shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, he went back and his parents started taking off their shoes because <laughs> he got fucked in his head. He was like, Oh my God. Like yeah. I, I can't believe so his parents just stopped wearing shoes in the house after that. But it, it, there's like very huge cultural Just like my grandma, she used to be like, don't wear your outside pants on the bed. Yeah. And I used to always forget. And I would go to sit on the bed. She'd be like, ah, ah, ah. I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And I would change because they don't want that shit on the bed. But it made sense. I'm like, oh, yeah, I have been out all day. I've been sitting on benches. And I've been, I mean, I get it. You know, I didn't even think about that shit <laughs> until my fiance. Yeah. yeah. Like, because I, when we first started dating, yeah. I was in a room. And I sat my outside pants on her bed, and she was like, "Get the oh, fuck yeah, off!" Your my bed. I was like, "Why?" Oh. She goes, "Outside clothes." I was like, "You want me to get naked outside?" She's like, "No, <laughs> you have outside clothes. You don't put it on yeah. the bed. That's where I That's sleep." Clean, yeah. And it just blew my mind. I'm like, damn, that's smart. You be yeah. like, oh shit, I've been dirty for a little while. Yeah, I've been fucking sleeping in my own filthy <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, what the fuck. She didn't tell. Nobody told me this. I watched a study where they like took certain people's bed sheets, bro, and just like. Ran all type of like science test on them and just the dirt that your body just accumulates throughout throughout the day is crazy. Not even you being dirty, but just like walking outside, just the air outside. It is like, oh fuck! Like we bring all that shit. So they were talking about how often you should wash your bed sheets. They said some people don't wash their bed sheets for like a year, bro. Nah, that's the, you can yeah, smell yo, it, but you how can the smell fuck that. You not fucking like wash your bed sheets in a year. I'm like. You wow. can smell it. Though. Yeah, that, that don't make sense. And men just stink in general. So like, I got a solid like two and a half days, and I'm like, this is done. <laughs> like, what's the, what's the longest you've been without taking a shower? Me? Oh, I I I can't. I take a shower. I take two showers a day every day. No, no. Longest they, I did. Longest you did. It's only when I went camping. Okay, so well, that, camping okay. was like what, three, three, four so days. You, two pro- showers a day. Yeah. What got you to do? Starting doing that. My mom beating my ass. Gotcha. That's what it was. Trauma. 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 So, we're, supposed to, we're starting to learn a pattern with you. you yeah. a lot of trauma. <laughs> Everything was through a fist. <laughs> so if I, every morning I would take a shower before I go to school. Yep. 
And uh, at night, I would have to take a shower before I go to sleep. Okay, I mean, that makes and there was like a yeah. few things I didn't know until I was an adult. I was like, you don't have to shampoo all the fucking yeah. time. Yeah. So like four years ago, I was like losing my hair, and I was like, yo, how am I fucking balding already? What the yeah, fuck yeah. is going on? And I just did one Google search, and it was like most people over shampoo. And I'm like, yeah. what do you mean over shampoo? I was shampooing twice a day. Oh yeah. And I was just was... ripping my hair out. Shit, and then gotcha. I just stopped doing that, and then my hair grew back. So I was doing that for all the way till I was like, what, 20 fucking, yeah, what, yeah. 28 or some shit? It's funny how some trauma can make you better and some trauma could just make yeah. you worse. <laughs> yeah. Like, I grew up with, um, like, I'm so positive because I heard a lot of pessimism in, in, you know, around me sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just got tired of hearing like, well, I think worse first. And like, I was like, I need to break that chain. So that's why I'm so positive today. So that trauma, and it's funny that like, you're more hygienic because you got beat if you did. Yeah. And it's yeah. funny how sometimes it works. Yeah, and even it's like, crazy. like yeah, my mom used to do the same thing, take the shower in the morning, get home, take the shower at night. And then I got so rebellious when I got older. I was like, oh, I'm on my own now. I'm just going to take it in the morning. Because ain't nobody going to tell me what the fuck to take one at night. <laughs> but then you think about it, you're like, maybe I should take one at night. Maybe I have been Probably dirty. more important than night ones <laughs> in the morning ones. <laughs> but you know what the other factor was for me, though? I couldn't be the fucking fat guy that stunk. <laughs> like, I oh, got to be yeah, a good smelling yeah, yeah. fat guy at least. Yeah, yeah. Because one of the things, all the homegirls said is like, you know what? Good. You always smell good. is because I can't be the fat guy that smells. Nah. Yeah. You, you, want, nah. yeah hey. you want cologne recommendations? I go to fat yeah. guys. Yeah, when, when they know. <laughs> yeah. One time this dude, huge dude, walked by me in the club. Bro, I almost gave him my number. I said, <laughs> I, I tapped him. I said, man, I don't know how to tell you this, bro. But you smell fucking good, dog. He said, oh, I appreciate that, man. That's what, you know, I, I do it. I do it for compliments like It's that. all I got. It's, it's, <laughs> if you don't know, I'm really insecure in other areas. <laughs> but, and I was like, so then I was like, I'm going to try it. But I know he's not going. I was like. So what? Like what? What? What is that? Can't it's tell like, you. Nah, nah, man. I can't. You know, I can't do that. I was like, all right, that's fair. That's my scent. Uh, if you a stranger, I can tell you. If you in my circle, I, I can't. can't. We can't smell the yeah, same yeah, in the yeah, circle. Yeah, in the but circle, if yeah. I don't know you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it definitely a fat person thing? Is what I found out because <laughs> I have my own cologne mix, like that I mix up myself, mm-hmm. and everybody's like, "Oh, you smell really good." Yeah. Don't ask me for the recipe; I'll uh, kill you. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm we, a chemist in there. Yeah, we can't walk <laughs> around smelling the same. Like it doesn't yeah, work that yeah, way. Because yeah. that's that's the one thing that uh, my fiance loved about. She goes, "You always used to smell good." Well, that's, once once we got engaged, I'm done. Yeah, with you cologne. Said that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, I don't got you now. We, we I just here. put a little fucking axe here in my armpit. Axe used to be so that body spray be strong. You like. Uh, Who was in here smell, uh, like, smell like a, a teen a locker room? Oh, that yeah. was all straight, yep. straight teen oh, locker room. Hundred percent. Yeah, but like I remember when I was bigger, too, it was like smelling smelling good was very important. And then on top of that, too, it's just like you always had to have a talent. That's why I used to sing and play the guitar a lot. Because gotcha, yeah, it was yeah. hard to talk to women. Like, Because mm-hmm. everybody else was either the jock, they were super yeah. fit or whatever. I was, I was broke and fat. I was like, this is. I got to figure out something. <clears throat> handicapped. Like, I got to yeah, do yeah. something. I got to yeah, smell yeah. nice. I have to, like, walk by them and be like, what do you oh, smell yeah. like? <laughs> yeah. was like? What's shit. funny, I wear women's deodorant. Oh, yeah. I don't even that wear men's works. deodorant. They say works. women sweat more. So I like, I use, I use a. Uh, um, what is it? Degree uh, sheer powder. Mm-hmm. Smells like cotton. Oh, we candy. telling secrets right now. And but then, then you I have to switch it up. Though. Shower clean. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. switch between those two. I know when it's time. I'm like, yeah, because right. after a while, you be like, it don't last. I'm like, all right, it's time to switch. You be like, all right, today I feel a little. Uh... You know, I don't get BO. You don't get BO. I don't get BO. You're not a BO person. Hmm. I don't get it. I'm like the very small percentage that doesn't get BO. That's cool. That's so great. I think the one time I might have had a, like some semblance of it is I was playing ball for like fucking like 10 hours. 
and right, yeah. then I had it. But it's very hard for me to get it. So I didn't know what BO was for the longest You're time. About bad BO. I was like, well, yeah. my cousin has the worst BO ever. I was like, bro, do you just swim in trash? Like, what the Duh, fuck is this? Do you just swim? <laughs> like, no, you smell like shit. <laughs> like, like an actual fucking anus. Like, that's what you smell like. Like, he's, he's not showering. <clears throat> so. <laughs> funniest story hey if you watch this podcast i don't give a fuck this, these are facts so this dude we were we so we used to spend spend the night at each other's house mm-hmm. right i remember i accidentally walked in walked in on him in the shower and i got to witness for the first time how he showers this motherfucker just hits the water arms down to his side and just lets it hit his face that's how he would shower no. no soap, no lather. No soap, no nothing. Oh, no, no. I was like, that's why you fucking smell. So we just roasted his ass for like a whole year. Yeah. It's funny. I just seen something online. We talked about it on our podcast where they was asking. It was three white people, and they asked the girl. They was like, uh, "How do you? How often do you shower?" She like, "Oh, maybe once every two weeks." First what? thing I thought, like down there must be. Oh yeah, horrendous. Thing and then they're like, "How do you shower?" She like, "I just wash my hair and let that run down my body." No, I said. <laughs> So you're not getting in the crevices. You're not mm, like, that's mm, not them cleaning. And they done. didn't react. The guys didn't react like that. I was like, nah, it's no nah. way she can smell good. No nah, way that nah. you're clean. She's not coming to my house. That's fucking Dingleberry Forest. Yeah, Oh, yeah. It is. It is bad. It got to be bad down there. It is, it's got to be bad. Dude, high school, <clears throat> there was a dude. Ah, I'm not gonna, I almost said his name. Yeah, yeah. But this guy. He was trying to make fun of one of our other friends because he was saying he washed his ass. And you know, like when you're younger, everything's homophobic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you fucking touch your ass, you gay." Saying all, he goes, "Wait, hold on a second. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> paused, and we looked at him in the group. We're like, yeah. "You don't wash your ass?" Yeah. He's like, "No, nah, I'm not gay." I'm like, "Hold on a second, bro." <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, my friends. Have you been trimming your ballsack with the same old? face razor your whole life well that just means my friends that you have pubes in your mouth and i've guaranteed you've nicked your balls multiple times well no more having a hairy nutsack and a hairy private place you need manscaped it's sleek it's amazing did i mention that their lawnmower 4.0 has wireless charging what in the technology are we talking about right now and by the way ladies out there if your man doesn't like shaving that's because he doesn't have manscaped you should get him a pair of manscaped lawnmower 4.0s have you noticed that your man also has nose hairs well guess what have you heard of the weed whacker i actually use this all the time those nose hairs adios sucker so to all my genius brain listeners get 20 percent off and free shipping with code genius brain at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code genius brain unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped you got dingleberries, bro. <laughs> He's like, what the fuck you mean? He goes, bro, wash your fucking ass. Yeah. We call them dingleberries throughout all of high school. And this fool is so upset to this day. Like randomly the other day I was on Facebook. I don't go on Facebook for years. Four years ago, the same dude that roasted him about the dingleberries yeah. just randomly wrote on my Facebook. Hey, remember that one time we called that fool dingleberries? <laughs> and it was the anniversary of Yo. it. He didn't wash his ass because he thought that shit was gay. Yeah, that, that, that's nah, the thing man. that goes around. Wash like, your ass. If you if you... You, do you wash your asshole? If you, if you do, you, you're gay. I'm like, wait, what? Take the rag today. Oh, yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Get in that thing. I didn't know that fucking white people don't use washcloths. <laughs> Is that true? I, did, I didn't know either until I, I went over his Listen, house. white viewers, please comment under here and let us know. If, was that an old thing? Is it? It's like, we do now. Yeah, it's like, you know. So let me tell you about the whitest thing I've seen uh, just, oh, what, two yeah. days ago. Like so we're at our ago. friend's house. It's his birthday. Funny. I loved him. 
But his wife starts talking. She's like, uh, we have a cat. I don't like cats. Yeah, and she was cats. like, he has his own room. We was like, everyone's <laughs> like, wait, lying. what? Get the fuck out of here. She's like, no, he has his own room. We were like, what so you mean? So we asking her questions, and she was like, well, how about we just go see the room? She we was like, like yeah. let's just go. So it's like five of us in a line walking. We go into the main house. We see the cat. That cat's big as shit. Big as shit. I'm, talking I'm about, not going over there. I'm talking about. I don't trust him. It's looked like the, the I don't big trust, ass cat. I don't trust him. So. This motherfucker got a fucking black and mild yeah, in his mouth. Yeah, fucking big ass cat. So he sees us coming in. He gets anxiety. He runs off. She's like, oh, he's going to his room. So now we walk <laughs> to the room. He has a full, has a full si- like uh, this. Yeah, this. Like this. It's with a bunch of things in there, beds and things to climb on. And then it leads to their room, the next room. I was like, this is the whitest thing yeah, I've ever no, seen. No, I turned around to the people. I'm like, this is the whitest thing I've ever seen. And they yeah. were just saying this to you like it's normal shit. Yeah. She no, like, oh, she why, proud they're of like, it. why why shouldn't he have a room? We said, because he's a fucking. Because I didn't have a room till I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> You talking That's about? why you were a, a white person's cat. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be reborn as a white person's cat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I was a pet, I would want to be owned by a white person. Yeah. They take you everywhere. This, they take you. They feed you gourmet meals. It's just ridiculous. Like he had a whole room, bro, closet and everything. He got little cat suits in there. It's it's it was, it was crazy. Wild. My mind is fucking blown. Oh, yeah, right now. no, it, it, it threw wild. us off. I was like, she's playing. No way, he has a whole room. My man has a whole room. What the fuck? There, there has to be some white people like, no, that's not white people. That bitch is fucking crazy. <laughs> I think it's white people. Shit. Like, I didn't. I, I so because of where I grew up, I didn't grow up around like white culture a lot. Yeah. Like Sacramento does have a lot of white people. It's just where I was at in Sacramento yeah. didn't have a lot of white people. Mm-hmm. But when I went to college, is when I first was around the most whiteness of my life. Yeah. Which college? Uh, I went to UCR. And UCR doesn't act, actually has like the most like cultural diversity out of all universities because mm-hmm. it was the only university that was. <clears throat> Can separate. you break down UCR? <clears throat> oh, University of California Riverside. Okay, gotcha. Okay. At gotcha. the time, it was so easy to get in; like you didn't have to apply. They're like, "You're in." So, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, I'm here. Yeah, like I, yeah. like I legit got in, and I didn't know I applied. And they're like, gotcha. "It's like you've made it," and I'm like, "That's how shitty your fucking college is." Yeah, because I had a two point. Six or seven GPA. It was super fucking low. Yeah. Like I was dumb as rocks. And so they they let me in there. And it was the hardest part for me was like we were talking about earlier was the sense of humor thing. I just didn't get any other jokes. Yeah. I, like mm-hmm. it, I don't know what it is. Like I don't know how to describe what like white American humor is, right? Gotcha. It's yeah, like yeah. Uh, I don't know, it's like hypothetical situations or some shit or, yeah, or, or, yeah. or something. And I would just be the only person not laughing. And I'm like, I don't get this. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just never understood it. And until I in my dorm room. Of out of all the people, I like connected to fucking three black women in my fucking, <laughs> in my fucking COVID dorm. And I just kicked it with them. Oh, They're yeah. like, we love David. <laughs> they were talking about him. David, cool. We we love love David. David. I, I sat them on the fucking uh, stoop. I started braiding their hair and shit. I had a rat tail comb. I was like, <laughs> David and their partner, like, yeah, girl, so tell me what's going on with <laughs> Hey, what you finna get into? Like, <laughs> like, roommate come. Hey, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for you. It what's was funny? <laughs> after college, I got a job at this place and it was all white. Oh. This is all white. And then I started just picking up on their humor. And a lot of their humors is references. Like mm-hmm. they be like, yeah, Dave Malarkey and this and that. And I'm like, who the fuck is Dave Malarkey? <laughs> they know all the celebrity yeah, yeah, names. They, they know are. all the gossip. Yeah. And I and working there for two years, I started catching up on names. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, Dave. Yeah, 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 I know what and it is. was it was a fun experience to learn and like see it from a different perspective because I didn't have any issues with them. It was a lot of old people in there, but it was just a cool experience to see how their mind works mm-hmm. and what That's they like, talk about. Yeah, because when I started watching like a, a lot more like different standard mm-hmm. outside of the normal people that I normally watch, like I watched 
people that I just didn't find funny, I had to look at it. And I'm like, why is this funny? Like, mm-hmm. it's funny yeah, there's because gotta be something there. Because yeah. there's millions of people watching this shit that get this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just don't. Right. So it's like this person is funny. Yeah. Why don't I get it though? You yeah. know, I just never grew up like Bo Burnham. Oh yeah, yeah. he's kind of he's wild. <clears throat> yeah. He's, he's so wild. Bo Burnham started doing stand up, and I was like. I don't find this funny, gotcha. but there's millions of people. Oh, yeah. Yep. So there's something funny about this shit. Yeah. And so I, I didn't understand that. I started watching, uh, what is it, uh, Dane Cook. Like, Dane Cook was doing stand-up comedy. I was mm-hmm. like, this is not that funny to me either. Yeah. But he sold out Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. So there's something I'm missing here. There's a piece that's missing. I think it's just about, <clears throat> sometimes it takes time. Like, yeah. I remember my ex, She all she would want to watch is Seinfeld. And this one, I was, I was young. So I was like. Put on Martin or something. Like, yeah. again. Yeah. I was, was in there. I don't get this. I got older. That's just amazing. And it's funny. I was like, yo, this is funny. But then I started watching Curb. I was like, Larry Davis, a comedic genius. Mm-hmm. Like, I started getting it more. Sometimes it's, it's a, a timing thing. It's like a, it's older, adult yeah. stuff. You be like, oh, they're talking about adult. That's why I didn't understand. Well, because it. It, I think like growing up, like ninety sitcoms was very performative, right? So yeah. it's a lot of big movements. Even like Def Jam comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the Def Jam comics at the time. Super performative, yeah, big yeah, yeah. movements, jumping, sure. humping, yeah. shit, falling on the floor, kicking shit. You like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. exactly. So that's what our expectation of what comedy was. It wasn't even so much what they were saying; it was what they were doing. Yeah, and then yeah. you get to Seinfeld, he's sitting at a diner talking, and you're like, "What? What is this shit? What is he talking yeah, about?" Dude, <clears throat> one of my favorite comedic actors of all time passed away, Jerry Stiller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <clears throat> hilarious. He was in. He was the funniest person was on Seinfeld. Dude. Mm-hmm. Good, hilarious. And then he went on King of Queens, and he just played the same fucking character on King of you Queens. You know, his movies, he was funny. Yeah, he was yeah. so fucking hilarious. And I didn't even know that was Ben Stiller's dad. Mm-hmm. And like, I one of one of the this one of the comedians that I'm finding funny, white guy. I think I've showed them a couple of times, but his name is Nate Bargatze, Bargatze or something mm-hmm. like that. But the way he tells his jokes is like. Kind of like how I like my joke. I like kind of like that deadpan, sarcastic humor sometimes. And he like, for example, he was telling this one joke about how he has this six-year-old daughter. and Or she might be six or seven. This is his first time her going to the bus stop uh, to take the bus. So he said, you know, me and my wife, I've been married to my wife 14 years. He was like, um, so we walk her down to the bus. She gets on the bus. She goes to school. He said, mind you, the school has my number and they have my wife's number. Cool. Mom, dad. He's like, just so y'all understand. He said, later on that day, I get a phone call on my cell phone from school. So I pick up and he's like, I'm like, hello. And you're like, hey, Mr. Bargatsky. He's like, uh, yeah, what's going on? Hey, we're just calling to just uh, ask you, would you happen to know your daughter's uh, bus number? He goes, he says, so you have my wife's number and my number and you chose to call me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like. Have you ever grown up with a father before? Yeah. <laughs> he said, What would make you think I have that type of yeah. information? <laughs> that shit was so funny to me because it was so relatable. I was like, That's a man shit. He was like, Well, matter of fact, why don't you ask me where the school is at for all I care? Because I don't know where that is. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I, and, But as getting older, I'm like, Oh, I get that because men, we don't, we don't be. T- That's why that old ass hands joke was so funny. Because yeah. that shit was too factual. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it happens. All, all the, the fucking time. time without fail. The closer it, it is to facts, you're like, yeah, no. Nah, yeah, that, when that's I hear about my parents, they'll call me and say, how I do this on their phone? I told you, I don't know how to use an Android. I got an <laughs> iPhone. When, I, when you switched, when you said I'm getting an Android, I said, don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. If you're going to call me and ask me things I have no idea mm-hmm. about. Like, y'all got to have the same phone as me if you want to be calling me, yeah. asking me for advice on your phone when you 
thousands of miles away. If, at least if I'm there, I can figure it out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you can't even hold the phone right. I got to use. He got to get my mom's phone to record his phone, <laughs> and he be having it here. I like you got to hold up the phone so I can see. Like, oh, oh. And I was like, bro, he's, he's I, old hands. Let me, let me tell you this, dude. I'm not even lying about this. This is this is when I knew like how old my fucking uncle was. So they we got them a computer, right? This fool's never had a computer before. He doesn't understand the concept of a computer. Bro, he didn't understand what this is. He goes, what do you mean you could take things and put it into a folder? That's a TV. Like, and I'm getting frustrated. I'm getting pissed, right? Because of how stupid he is. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, you can't talk to me like this. Like, and have me respect you after this conversation. Yeah. I don't respect you anymore after yeah. this. I'm not even fucking lying. My cousins were there. I cannot make this shit up. Let's say this this is the mouse of the computer, right? I go, well, first of all, you have to turn on the computer. He goes, how do I turn it on? I was like, how do you think to turn it on? This is the mouse. He goes, hello? Nah, Bro. No. Nah. He takes the mouse and he starts talking to the mouse. Like it was a fucking intercom. Hello. And I was like, excuse me? How old is he? Huh? At this time, he was like 65. No. Nah. Nonsense. Oh, I'm God, sorry, man. I can't nah, give him a pass. Nah, 65. Man. Hey, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I've never had somebody grab a mouse and go, hello? <laughs> like, I was like, yo, I will fuck you up right now, bro. You are fucking around with me. And he, got, he starts getting mad at me because I'm explaining to him the concept of folders, right? Yeah. So this is how I have to teach old ass Asian people how to use a computer. I have to write them a diagram on, on note paper. And I was like, hey, so what you're going to do, number one, you go to this thing that looks like this. I have to draw the folder. You're going to double click. Have you ever tried to teach an old person how to double click a yeah, mouse? Yeah, that sounds crazy. Bro, six hours of my life. Yeah. I'll never get back. Because that's because you can't even explain double click. Yeah. It's like faster. Yeah. He goes, no, 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 no. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> I'm like, bro, I'm gonna. I'm just scared. Just you know yeah. when you get fucking ang my elbows up, I'm you about to fucking you know scrap like, like this. You're like, What's up? What's good? Do you think because of that you're gonna make a vow to stay up to date with technology? Oh, I think so. You I think don't have a choice. Mad. I can't be. A I feel man, like we bro. don't have a choice though. Like I feel like we we need to. That's what we in it for. Like even when we fifty, we gonna be filming doing. Like it's yeah. gonna be. So I feel like we are gonna be on it. But like, and that's why he needs a show, man. He got so many oh, yeah, good no, stories. Like you funny, could have a man. show like Dave. Call it yeah. so. I will so. watch that because it's just so much funny Call shit. It so, so. It's hard. Like I'm trying to get these networks to understand because the thing about like Asian family life, they only see it in one way. It's yeah. like you strict don't, parents. They're like, know, oh, these the stories are crazy. I was like, these stories are real. Yeah, like yeah. I'm talking about that same uncle. I witnessed that man throw a cleaver at my at my cousin once because he got so mad at him. I'm talking about a butcher cleaver yeah. went into the wall next to his head, and then they just had dinner like it was nothing. Like, are yeah. you hungry? It's like, bro, you almost killed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you talking? Like our our family life was so fucking weird because my my uncle too. He I had weird stories because he they worked at a flea market. And so, oh, let me, I don't know if I ever told this story too. Well, this shit is fucking nuts. I wanted to put this in a movie, but I'll just tell it now. It doesn't matter. So my uncle used to work at a flea market with my aunt, right? So in the morning, we have to wake up at 5 or 4 a.m. to go help them out. I hated this oh, shit. Oh, yeah, of course. Because they would use all the kids in the family. They're mm-hmm. like, hey, we need help. So I had to wake up at 4 a.m., mm. set up the fucking tents. And if I didn't wake oh. up in time, I'd get my ass beat. But I'd be so tired. I don't even know where the fists are coming and shit. Yeah, just yeah. Bop, bop, bop. And so I would <laughs> go to this fucking store. And in the morning, our the, our neighbors were Muslim, mm-hmm. right? They would pray in the morning. This is just, these are just facts, right? Don't judge me. I didn't do this. Yeah, yeah. So 
he's Muslim in the morning and he would pray. That's how dedicated Muslim people are to the religion. It's yeah. something very beautiful. So my uncle doesn't understand the severity of when you, you shouldn't make fun of people's religions. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because yeah, he thinks yeah. that it's all fun and games. Yeah, yeah. He's a jackass. So this guy and his name is his American name is Charlie, by the way. Gotcha. The guy's praying. You know, it's it's loud. He's doing his prayers. Mm-hmm. My uncle in the middle of his prayer at 5 a.m. when the sun's about to come and starts to go, shut up. It's too loud to the dude that's praying. Yeah. So the guy walks over to him. He goes, Charlie, we're friends. If you ever disrespect me like that in my religion, I'll have to kill you. And by Charlie, <laughs> I'm going to repeat this, right? Yeah. Like I said, I didn't say you this. You didn't say it. <laughs> and you have to understand that. Asian immigrants only learn stuff from people around them. Yes. He looks at him. He goes, he goes, man, shut up. You're just a sad nigga. <laughs> like that. And I went, I'm eight years old or something. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I've never heard oh, this phrase before. Man, and I, I was like, wild. I was like, bro, you can't say that to him. He goes, that's what everybody else say. He's like, he's my nigga. That's my nigga. I'm like, what is going on? And you know what it was? Is because the black dudes next to him were teaching him this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did the guy react? Huh? He just went, you're fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. I think he treated him like he was a village idiot. He's like, this guy's fucking crazy. Because he was a little nuts. But it's because the people next to him were teaching him shit. But but it's like, this is inside shit. You don't go say it to other people. And I just remember sitting there just mortified. Like, yo, I'm going to get killed today. (laughs) Today's the day I die. Yeah, today's the day. Because of my uncle. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. That's hilarious. That's wild. A lot of Asian, a lot of like these old Asian dudes, they yeah. learn stuff from people around them, but mm-hmm. they don't know like the cultural consequences of it because it's all inside. But jokes. that's why you got to make friends everywhere else so they can be yeah. like, hey, bro. Or that's why the younger people in the family got to let them know, like, like hey, dude, like, I, had a, I had a church leader. This fool's name was Tiger because when he first came to the States, people in the, the office that he was working at, they're like, oh, I, I need a new American name. Somebody give me the name. Somebody was like, bro, call yourself Tiger. As a white person joke, he goes to the DMV that day and he changes his name to Tiger. He goes back. He goes, my name is Tiger. They're like, bro, we were kidding. Yeah, like, yeah calm <laughs> so down. His, his like, name is Tiger Lee. That's Tiger Lee. Until this day. Till this day, his name is Tiger Lee. You, you can't do nothing but embrace it. That's all that yeah, it is. Tiger Lee. The, Im- the, the immigrant Asian experience is yeah. so weird. But also my parents were really fucking weird too. Mm-hmm. Like my, my mom... I started realizing when I was hanging out around other people's parents, my family's just weird in general. Like, it's like, because like, I would tell these Asian stories, like, that's not Asian, bro. Like, that's just you, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, uh, for example, like, my mom, the way that she speaks to me is from this area in Korea called, it's like, Cholado. Cholado is like country bumpkin shit. Mm-hmm. Like, they only use slang all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, the way that my mom speaks to me is how, like, Korean gangsters talk. Talk. I didn't that's funny. see this. This is why it's so funny that's to funny. me. Like watching that and hear his mom talk like yeah. a gangster would be the like, funniest. Shit. This is not even a joke. Yeah. Like my mom used to call me a bitch growing up all the time in Korean. I thought that that was like a nickname because I didn't know what the what the consequences were until I went to college and I started watching Korean like gang films and, like, oh. and it translated and it said bitch. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah. I, call, I was like, have you been calling me a bitch my whole life? And she oh, goes, so you didn't understand? I it. didn't know. So she was. So it's like I just knew it was like uh, an insult, yeah. right? But I, for some reason, I never pieced the word. Is kezeki? Ke means dog. Seki means child. Mm-hmm. So you bitch. So yeah. my mom would be like, "You little bitch!" And I just, just called me a bitch all day. Yeah. And I'm listening to He's this film. I'm like, it, yeah. "Damn, he has the same name I do." Like, what the fuck yeah, is this yeah. shit? My mom used to roast my ass, Damn, super man. bad, bro. And it's but it's crazy that you're in it and still didn't know. Oh, I didn't like, know. That's that's the wild part. Like when she 
when she dumped, when I got dumped for the first time in my life, this is how fucking gangster this woman is. I was bawling in my room, crying. Mm -hmm. Like every young man should be. I'm crying. My mom comes into my room, like straight up, like old school sitcom style, opens the door. She goes, why are you crying, son? In Korean, right? I'm like, I just got dumb. I got my heart broken. Don't tell dad. Like, he's going to make fun of me. He's going to try to come and talk to me. I don't want to talk to him. She goes, she puts her hand on my shoulder. She literally says in Korean, only little girls cry in a room by themselves. Stop being a bitch. And she just walks oh, out oh, and closes man. the door. I start bawling even more. And then I hear my mom. She goes, David's crying because he just got dumped by that. <laughs> I'm like, yo, what the fuck, man? Like, that's, that's and the then type he of, came in the room. He came in yeah. and he's like, I heard you crying like a little bitch. Yeah, I heard like, you bitching in here again. Bro, like, man. I can, like, catch a break, man. And he's like over here trying to talk to me about like his, he's like, women, they come in a dime a dozen. Don't worry about it. She's not worth your time. I'm like, I don't want to hear yeah. this shit. Yeah, but that's kid, why you're not sensitive shit. now. Well, at least I don't think you are yeah. because I'm you, scabbed. Thick, thick skin, yeah. <laughs> I got to go through start. it. Yeah, like my family, like that's jokes. Like you got to yeah, be able to jokes, joke yeah. back. So jokes is nothing. Yeah, if I joke with you, I like you. Yeah. A lot of people don't. So when I first came to LA, I didn't realize that a lot of people are sensitive like that, right? Because I only. I'm in a small group. I didn't fuck with a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. So how I interact with my personal friends is how I think everybody else is going to Yeah, interact. you roast them all day. Yeah. All day. And so like this one girl, uh, I mean, we're good friends now. She didn't talk to me for like a year. I didn't know she was sending me until her husband told me because <laughs> oh, we were we were at a party and, you know, we're drunk. And she makes a fat joke at me. I'm like, oh, she wants to go. And mm-hmm. this girl fucking flat chest. You get shit. excited. You're like, yeah, Bro, I it. fucking roasted the shit out of her because yeah. she's like sensitive about her flat chest. I was like, mm-hmm. got it. I already know. And she had a nose like Owen Wilson. So I was just oh, roasting shit. her ass, bro. And I was like, dude, I bet you could just fucking lay on your back and collect water on the concave titties. I was just going uh, in on uh, her, bro. So I just told her to the village, the village well. And so she just. That's not a good joke. That's in good. front of her husband. In front of her And he's he dying laughing. Uh, and then she didn't talk to me for like two years. And I didn't know why. You're probably, you probably what happened? Uh, I was like, we were going. Because in your mind, you're like, oh, I'll see you next week. Uh, we'll we'll try to get held on to that. She you you didn't find out till two years later. And so I'd explain to him. I was like, but she initiated it she yeah. made the fat joke i was like oh well let's fucking go yeah and so i thought she was about that life and ever since then i just never made fun of her yeah. so now i just let people make fun of me and i don't say anything back because i don't know because how i take it versus how they take it is going to be different so it's like they don't know how to laugh at themselves mm-hmm. they put they put me and david up against each other on an mtv show as <laughs> man david hit me with a haymaker because i had like a Button up on it was buttoned up and I had shorts on. He was like, they was like, I didn't know I was gonna meet a Jamaican youth pastor. But uh, I, I was in there, I was like, God damn. <laughs> that shit was funny. But I love that's how we show love. And it's like that's just what we do as comedians. Like we yeah. just we always just gonna we not gonna come up and say, Hey, that's a nice shirt. We're like, oh, yeah, okay. that was first thing I said I got a cut. Like, look at this fucking dad yeah, out on the porch. <laughs> But that's really just telling you, hey, dude, you're doing yeah, a good yeah, job. Yeah, you're doing great in life. <laughs> but that's yeah, yeah, it was factual as fuck, though. <laughs> I chose not to have sweet tea in case I can't be fun of. I was like, I'm just going to sit on the porch and pretend like I'm like, 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 like I, would, I would love y'all as neighbors. If I was your neighbor oh, yeah. on the street, I'll come out and say, hey, take your fat ass inside. <laughs> just to see you on the porch. That's the type of fun it is. Yeah. Like, yo, hey, we going for a walk. Let's go. That's, yeah, like, that's fun shit. You don't want to be like, yeah. everything's so serious. Like, it's, just, it's, just, it's just too hard to live that way, yeah, man. It's way too if hard. If you can't make fun of your friends, then what the fuck? And yeah. it's like, also too, it's like when you, when they make fun of you, you're supposed to laugh too. Yeah. yeah. It's not you just being made fun of. You have to clap back or yeah. even if you don't, just laugh at it, man. Like, yeah. oh, you, you like Mike, he's the skinniest one in the group. We'd be like, shut your fat ass up. <laughs> <laughs> he's, nowhere, he's never been fat, but we just, 
Mike's different compared to all you guys. When, yeah. I, when I see like his photos and shit, I'm like, oh, you different. Yeah, you different he's a, one in the group. He's, he's but a, he's always been he's that. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I've known him since sixth grade, so nothing shocks me what he did. Head tattoo. Oh, that's Mike. He's always <laughs> he's a Libra, and he's and he's the only child, so he's always been changing. He's always trying mm-hmm. to do something new. Or hey, always. When I, when I saw that fool put up a, a picture of himself in a mesh T-shirt, I was like, bro, you look like a sweet bag of onions. No. Like, how the fuck? <laughs> How the f- <laughs> I was like, you the only person that can rock that shit. Bag of onions with a tattoo. <laughs> nothing, nothing shocks me. If, yeah, if I'm yeah. ever shocked by something he does, I, I, yeah. I'd be like, okay, something's like something different. Right? Yeah. Something different. Like, yeah. I'm shocked. Like, nothing can yeah. shock me. I was like, how is yeah. the only person I know that can rock that? It looks normal. Yeah, the yeah. funniest thing to us right now, he's doing the 70s style. So he has these, like, <laughs> boots and they click. And the, 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 first day, the first day he wore them, we thought it was a woman was in the house. Like I'm, like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I remember I'm sitting there typing. I hear click, 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 and I'm like, "Dog, is there a girl in the hallway?" <laughs> so, and then we look, and the sliding doors closed where the podcast is. He's in the living room. He's walking by. Me and Rowan laughing. He looks at us. He don't know we laughing at him. Yeah. He probably just think we laugh. We are dying. <laughs> then, like two days later, I'm in my room. Rome's in his room. We hear the click again, but outside. I just start laughing. I'm thinking I'm the only one to hear it. I hear him start laughing. We bust out yeah, laughing because so that click just sounds it just sound, so it sound, funny. It sound, it sound feminine. It's a real feminine click. <laughs> that's the sound you hear when your mom goes to work. It took me back. I was laughing. It's Sunday's church. I mean, that's what you heard. You heard the heels click. But yeah, he's always been like that. He's, he's always upset. Always he's him. He goes to his room. It's just great to make fun of each other. It's, just, it's fun, man. It's just, it's, it's, that's how you show love. Like, his, his music is getting like substantially better. Yeah, no, it's good. And that's another thing with Mike. Mike will always, he's the most talented person I know. Like, and he will always try something new and he's always going to be trash at first. Yeah. But he's going to keep going and get better. Like DJing at first, trash. Now he's the best DJ I know. This music, when he first started, trash. But now he's getting way Mm -hmm. better. Even making beats are way better. So I was Mm -hmm. like, there's nothing I don't think he can't do. Now he's learning guitar. So I'm yeah. like, right now he's trash. And we, but I know at some point he's going to get better. And we also don't know how long it's going to last. So we just, we, yeah. we roll with it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we yeah. be like, all right. And in, in three more years, he might decide to go be a monk or a painter. And we'll be like, all right. You know what the worst part right. is though? You guys have to be a part of the inception. So like when somebody just starts learning guitar <laughs> and shit, all off key, not yeah. knowing oh, shit. Yeah. It's like, man, fuck, man. Yeah. Hearing that singing all day, like, all right, man, I'm trying <laughs> to sleep, <man." laughs> And he got different hours, you know. Yeah. I'm an early Scary bird. Scary hours. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know. Artist people have weird hours, dude. Yeah, it's you did, different. Like, when they get energy is when they work. Yeah. So it's like you never know what the fuck yeah. is going to happen. Do you still, uh, you still practice? Or oh, I can't play guitar at all anymore, man. Yeah. It's, it's hard. Like, I have, I lost all the callus in my fingers, and I haven't really yeah. been sang in a yeah, while. Yeah, I'm trying to get back on keys, but then, like, even just getting back to basics again, you'd be like, fuck, man, I'm I, I'm, I'm rusty. <laughs> you'd be like, I'm rusty as fuck, but, but it's just one of those things you just got. It's a, that's a daily thing. I you got to... Like- Keep going with it. I feel like every black person I know knows how to play the drums a little bit. Just, just tab it. Just that's a just a rhythm bit. thing. Just well, a tab. I'm it. sorry to disappoint you, man. <laughs> no, but he's saying even if you got on there, you would at least be able to do a little tap. Possibly, uh, I used to beat on the table. Yeah, yeah you'd be able to do a little tap. A little something. Su- we're yeah. supposed to get you on room noise. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, with yeah, that yeah, episode. Yeah. But we we're trying to bring that show back. That show, oh, that'd be fucking fun. That show was um, crazy. Me and you were talking last night. I was like, I definitely want to talk about travel because yeah, yeah, yeah. How many? When's the last time you went out the country? Uh, two years ago, I was in Japan. Japan, and then before that, uh, Taiwan. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, me and him, we've been first off we've been fiending to go. Because so our so maybe you can help us. Well, we kind of already know, but 
our choices were we're trying to figure out where do we want to go. So we had Brazil up there. We had and then where COVID wants us to go. Yeah, 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 yeah. that dictated so, a lot. So then we had Brazil. So we had Brazil. We had uh, uh, DR possibly. We had um, Costa, Costa Rica. Rica. And then we, first we had just Santorini, Greece. We was like, but that's too romantic. Mm. So then our homeboy was like, but you ever thought about Mykonos? And I was like, so that's the party side. I, was like, I didn't think yeah, about Mykonos. That's what everybody says. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. And so we started researching that. And we were like, all right. So then it was between kind of Costa Rica and that. Mykonos is a tad bit expensive. It's a tad bit expensive. Yeah, expensive. But um, Costa Rica, we were like, it's kind of right there. We could always go to Costa because it's like four and a half hour flight. So we're thinking like, if we're going to go out the country, like go out the country. Like, you know, so that's what that's what we're aiming for now to go. Because like travel is just. Because Mykonos go. is supposed to be the party area and it's supposed to be cheaper than Greece. Yeah. It's so supposed, it's, well, it's, it is. It is Greece, but it's yeah, supposed yeah, to be yeah, cheaper. But like in the cheaper areas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like if you're, if you go to Mykonos, it's like cheaper than everywhere else. It's yeah. not like the, the hot tourist. Like spot. Athens. And, exactly. You know, yeah. So it's like it, people go out there to party. It's like a younger crowd. Yeah. Like, this is what I heard from a couple of friends. But yeah. Like traveling, it's, it's, when when pandemic hit, so I was actually supposed to go to Vietnam for a month, mm. and we were gonna do the whole thing like village side, like stay oh, with like yeah. people, people type of stuff. I uh, booked business class tickets to there because your boy a little bigger, oh, yeah. tiny ass. Same with us. Oh, we, yeah, we, like, I can't we do economy those that tickets, far. We like, we're not doing economy. I can't man. do no, it that can. far. You will die. You yeah, will fucking die, yeah, dude. Yeah, no. <laughs> like it's too much. Yeah. And plus, you want to be well rested when you get there, Absolutely, so you could actually yeah. do your shit. So I when I when I first got there, it was like. Oh, when I first got business class, I just remember I was like, I can't go back. Like this is this is too nice. Seats comfy, dude. Little pod. Let me tell you something too. Like I because I'm not used to this type of treatment. I'm trying to stay awake the whole flight. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to miss nothing. I I paid for this. Yo, this is expensive as fuck. You looking around? They bring you something. Oh, more? There's more. (laughs) Like, like, sir, you can get food whenever you want. I'm like, whenever. I was like, give me 17 bottles of wine yeah. right now. <laughs> give it to me now. It's like, oh, we'll give you as much drinks as you want. Yeah. And But when you're elevated too, like you get drunk way faster. So oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I was all upset. I'm like, I fucking three glasses of wine. I'm done. Oh, yeah. Look I'm all pissed. There. Yeah, it's nice though. Like, yeah. but traveling is like one of those things that I feel like everybody should do. You got to. And, like, uh, and not just like, I'm yeah. talking about like go somewhere where you just wouldn't think you ever going to be at. Like, it's, it's scary for people. It is. No, it it's is. It's scary for me every time. It is. I'm scared every fucking time. Yeah. I don't know the language. I don't know the You don't know what's going to happen. But the thing about it is, is like, I think we're, we always look for comfort, right? Yeah. But discomfort is also important for growth. Yeah. So when you're in an area too, and it also helps me kind of put myself in a perspective what my parents went through when they first came to this country. Mm-hmm. They yeah. couldn't speak the language at all. That's crazy. Blows my fucking mind yeah, that they made a living wild. off of this shit. I could never do that. I already know. I'm staying where I'm at. Yeah. This is I'm not going to fucking Mykonos and living there. <laughs> Fuck that shit, dude. <laughs> Can't eat falafel every day. <laughs> I don't know what their life is like. But like when I when I first started traveling, because I, I have fucking crazy anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I always deal with it by putting myself in uncomfortable situations. Yeah. Even mm-hmm. if it if it makes me feel bad, I have to do, do it. it. Because there's like a weakness that I see in myself that I just want it gone. I don't yeah. want it there. It bothers me. Mm-hmm. Like even when I first started doing something like kickboxing, right? Yeah. In my mind, bro, I thought I was nice. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I was like telling yeah. myself, like, yo, bro, you you good. I used to see it every day on IG. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then I saw my first video. I was like, yo, somebody slowed my video down, bro. This dude's slow as fuck. <laughs> you know? But that was a good perspective. Yeah. And every yeah. day when I went there, I felt like I was gonna throw up. Yeah. The the first month I tore my rotator cuff. I went back, I just started using a jab instead. Yeah. And then I tore my meniscus and I just kept going and going and going. <laughs> I was like, yo, I, I think I was I a think fairy. I would have stopped because yeah. yeah. surgery and rehab ain't fun. Yeah, yeah it's not I mean, fun. Yeah. Dude, I mean, recently I've been able to bend my knee back just yeah. because of rehab 
but there's like that's what travel does to me yep. too it makes me uncomfortable and it helps mm-hmm. me like to see how other people live their life because yeah. we as americans we're so good at telling people how they should live their life oh yeah because we think that what we do is right all the fucking time yeah. and the other people in other countries i realize they look at us like who the fuck yeah. do you think you oh, are yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know entitled yeah. city over here exactly so when i see how other people behave and how they act i'm like you know the, the world is so fucking big it's just some beautiful places gotta see it it's i can't just stay beautiful... here forever i gotta see it all like, i mean just I, that's why it, it, i don't have a lot of time to travel as much as i used to but the moment i always go to hawaii because it's a state but it's not really a state it's, it's an island it's too, yeah. you know it's like it's a state whatever yeah. you know hawaii is its own culture it's something yeah. completely different mm-hmm. and that's the place too where there's not a lot of white people like, yeah. and it's a state it's a, it's a weird thing yeah right so like when a lot of these asian attacks were happening out in hawaii they're like we don't know what the fuck that's like everybody's asian out here we yeah. have a holiday where we just beat up white people for <laughs> i wish you would come out here and try to <laughs> yeah. like, what that's like yo we so in hawaii the first couple of times that i went there there was a group of college football students from like idaho or iowa mm-hmm. some one of the really just you know mm-hmm. white states yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and they were coming around and they were jumping out and it was at this area called Hanama Bay. Hanama Bay is a tourist spot, but there's some locals that still go there. Mm-hmm. They were like trying to do pranks on like some of these like older Asian ladies or whatever, whatnot that were there. Bro, that shit was a wrap real fast. Bunch of big ass no. Hawaiian dudes walked up and they're like, what the fuck are you doing? Literally, this dude choked this guy. And Hanama Bay is like a cliff. Yeah. Right. Oh, and then you see, this fool choked him and put him to the edge. He goes, I will literally toss you off this thing. I was like, oh my God, this place is the promised land. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. you know, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. Yeah. And this dude was like, whoa, it was just a joke, as they always say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but these dudes were not fucking having it. And it was mm-hmm. just like seven big ass mm-hmm. Hawaiian dudes. Like, I will fuck. And these guys are all football dudes. And they will fuck all you. But guys. I'm afraid of like going to a place. Like, I don't get why people go to foreign countries or places they've never been and just start doing shit. No, I don't. They don't, watch, they don't watch Locked Up Abroad. I do. <laughs> yeah. I'm not fucking with that. I'm not mm. I'm not going to another country acting crazy. No. Mm. I'm when I get there, I'm asking, hey, what should I do? What should I, what can you tell me where I don't need to go? I don't, I don't need to be locked up abroad. I can't speak the language. They gonna fuck me Ain't up. Ain't worse than being. In, it's bad enough being in prison. Yeah. But being in a prison, you don't speak the language. You don't know who plotting on you. You don't, don't know nothing. You just gonna get fucked. Yeah, like that's, you just know you fucking sweet like, meat. What's going on in there? I'll but. never forget one episode locked up abroad. It was in I think Baghdad or something. And you know they oh, hated America. No. This is like in the height of it. So this American dude come in there and they tell him it's gonna be bad. They keep telling him right. It's gonna be bad for you in there. So he gets there. They're walking him in. He starts ripping off the sleeves of his shirt, wrapping it around his hands, cracking his neck because he know he got to fight. They say, you're going to have to fight your way to your cell. His cell is upstairs. I'm talking about the dudes. is is, is. All of them are just out, just waiting for him. He said the only thing that saved them is that these men aren't really that big. These are just regular, like, you know. They're malnourished and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's just in there. As soon as he come in, he just punching, punching. I think they he was him, a fighter, too. He, he was a fighter, too. Yeah. He's just punching his way. He's getting hit, too, but he just keeps he just keeps moving, punching whoever's in the way. <laughs> like some movie he fights shit. all the way through downstairs, upstairs, gets to his cells and closes it. And they said they left him alone. And, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Oh. So then his whole time there... No, they didn't like him. He's American. They don't fuck with him. So they ain't not liking him. But it was one person that no one fucked with. It was this um, CO, this correctional officer. Like, he made life hell for everyone, especially the American dude. But one day, the American dude, I think, beat him up or something and got him kicked out of the jail. 
They celebrated him after that. <laughs> Never had an issue again. They loved him for getting That's that great. CEO out of that prison. Like they treated him like a king after that. What but that the shit was fuck? wild. Shit, I remember that. Like when you when you see how many people, what my man had to fight all the way up the all stairs. All to his up the stairs. Like John Wick. Yeah, yeah, like yes. that. <laughs> and he's getting hit, but he's just punching back. He said they were bigger and stronger. Been bad, he yeah. wouldn't have made it. Yeah, yeah. that's the yeah, only thing dead. that helped him that they were much smaller and weaker. That shit is so. so nah, you, I was man. like, I don't have time to be locked up abroad. I, I'm not. I can't do prison. I can't all. do like. Nah, I'm not. I'm not doing it. It's just, I'm no. It's funny. I only saw one episode. It was like they were in South America, and I just couldn't watch the show anymore. I That's was bad like, enough? this. This is the worst thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> I, life. Some jails, the prisoners run it. Like they be yeah. having weapons in there. It was the one in South America. The prisoners were running the whole thing, and the guards are just on the outside. They're like, this is just a city. And you have to live here oh now in this God. shit city. That is so scary. that mm. dude had to, first thing he had to do for a whole month was just clean up shit and piss all day. And you got to do it. If you or don't. they'll stab you up. They, they had shanks. They had like their own mm-hmm. weapons. And mm-hmm. it was like nobody was going to take it away from them because prison was just, you live in this shit city. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe that no. fool went through a fucking prison in Baghdad and got mopped up. <laughs> By eight thousand people, <laughs> but he held it down. He, held he it didn't. Down. He didn't fall. He, he fought his way down. all the way to his cell. I had a buddy of mine who went to. Uh, uh, he went. I mean, if I if I introduce you to this dude, you would never think he went to prison. Mm-hmm. The guy's the nicest dude you love. Mm-hmm. He's actually one of my business partners. Mm-hmm. But he went to prison, and he was talking about. During they usually the make the best business partners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he doesn't take no for an answer. That's right. <laughs> so this dude told me that he went to prison uh, for about a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was for like jacking homes or some shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. The first thing that you have to do, he says, you have to align yourself with a crew. And it's always by race. Mm-hmm. So you see the Asian people, you got to go with the Asian people. Mm-hmm. But he goes, either way, you're still not safe because you're their bitch. Yep. The, so what they were doing for the whole time, I, he, I think he was in there for a year or less. I forgot how long it was. But basically, they use it for cockfighting. So it's like this dude is going to have to fight some other new dude that's in the prison. Every time a new person. For their goes. entertainment. Oh, for a so, year. <clears throat> for he had to do that. Shit, and so man. his first fight before he came out, I think it was like. I don't know how he avoided it, but he had one fight that was coming up and they would make him do push-ups every day. They would train him to fight. <laughs> so they go, fuck this other person that's coming in. Literally the day before that he has to fight them, fight the, fight the other inmate, he gets uh, let out. So he never had to he fight. He never had to do oh, it. Oh, man. Yo. He said it was fucking rough that's, because yeah. like you had to be somebody that you're not just to survive. Can't do that. Dude. And, nah, and that's my nah. thing. I always said if I did just adapt that life, I'm going to be a criminal. I'm taking all the self-defense classes. I'm learning yeah. how to fight box, yeah, kickbox, and everything. Because if I know at some point I may end up in here, and I want to be able to defend oh, yeah. myself, I want to fight once and never have to fight again. Yeah, <laughs> you make a, statement. make a statement. I'm, I'm oh, trying yeah. to break cars like Steven break, Seagal. Yeah, <laughs> trying to break shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then scream, "Is there anyone yeah. else?" <laughs> and you're not locked in here you're with like me. Troy. <laughs> yeah, that'd be so funny. Like prisons are so different now. They're like, "What's wrong with this guy?" <laughs> like, Yo, chill, that, bro. You got thirty years in here. Relax. Yeah, there was another show I watched where this guy he was falsely accused of murder. And then let out of prison. Now he goes to different prisons and just like showcases it. He went to one prison. I forgot where. Some cold climate. This was the best prison I've ever seen in my life. They had a grocery store. They had, a grocery store. They had their <gasps> money on cards. Yeah. Was this like, in Sweden? It might have be- been. I it believe been. so. It they they sat in like communal couches with the guards. The guards would be sitting like we sitting talking to the prisoners. They're cooking. I'm like, this is the best. If yeah. I got to go, to send yeah, me see, there. Yeah, send me over there. They I'm got like, a grocery store. No one steals. <laughs> kill, I'll kill somebody right now. 
If, I, if that's my life, <laughs> I'll, I'll murder somebody right now. Send me there. That's, <laughs> that's where I want to go. Because uh, Sweden's, Sweden's prison reformation is, is about reformation. Yeah. And so a buddy of mine, he's Chinese-Swedish, and he was mm-hmm. telling me about the prisons. And he showed me like a, a picture of what a prison cell looks like. It looks like an Ikea. Yeah. Like I'm not even making a joke. Like, yeah, it, like, it's like bed, TV, desk, computer. And and then when you come out, the government. Well, it's a socialist country, so when you come out, you just go to the government. They give you a job the next day. Yeah, that's that's. So they're they're about reformation. So I'm gonna do a and crime. And some of these people were so violent, you wouldn't think they were so nice. Like, what you in for? Murder. <laughs> there's this people in here these heinous crimes but they just seem so nice it's like if you're gonna do some crime just go to sweden first. i'm talking about a lady ceo sitting with the guys yeah yeah talking. i'm like what that shit is fucking wow yeah, our prison systems well my fucking uh my uncle was a teacher at mm-hmm. uh, Folsom Prison. It's one of the hardest fucking prisons you'll ever see mm-hmm. this i got stories for days about this guy too mm-hmm. he's he the way <laughs> I remember this fool says some of the most racist shit I've ever heard in my life, but he doesn't even know it's racist because he just he's in a prison all day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so my cousin was a b-boy and he had this other dude that was a b-boy. I think he was like like Colombian and black or some shit, right? And he goes, no, he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't black. He was he was uh he was like Colombian. He was like some kind of South American yeah, country, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He just looks at this fool. He looks at them, he goes, So you my son's uh friend? He goes, Yeah, he goes, So what are you? He goes, like, I'm Colombian. He goes, a lot of you in prison. <laughs> he just walks out the room. It's a lot like, of you in prison. Yo, Unc, what the fuck it's was that? A lot of you in prison. Why would you say that, bro? Like, come on, man. Like, Read the room, bro. I was the friend. Like, yo, yeah, he's right. Dude. Funniest image, dude. This was eating a bowl of ice cream. He just stops eating. He goes, like, yo, why'd your uncle say that to me? I'm like, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't, I don't even want to be in that environment around that energy, to be honest. Like, I like to help people, but if I had to, yeah, but I wouldn't choose, okay, this is my job. Yeah, I want yeah, nah, that's, 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 that's a lot of energy to bring lot. home, just being there. That's a lot. Like, nah. I can't even be around negative people. Like, yeah, exactly. so you definitely can't do that. Like, nah. kind of, you do you feel like as you've gotten older, you become more like straightforward with how you feel and say things to people? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you want to yeah. be completely honest. Yeah, yeah. I don't like, want to beat around the bush. I want to hey, let you know. You just tell somebody, hey, I don't really fuck with that. <laughs> but the funny thing, if I have to get that honest, I'm probably not going to really fuck with you. Yeah, that yeah, means yeah, your yeah, energy's yeah. off already. If yeah. I got to be that honest, gotta well, get, man, unless yeah. they, unless it's your close friend, they yeah. going through some of you. Like, all right, look, you, you fucking up, man. Like, you know, but yeah. somebody that you don't really know, I mean, Dude, even my friends when they talk about their problems to me now, I'm like, I ain't got time for this, bro. <laughs> you old, figure that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> get it together. Yeah, get it together. <laughs> One of the best me. things that he taught me, you heard from oh, the thing yeah. about when, when my, people do call you. When my homeboys say, like, when somebody calls you, said now because you know people call you, and they just start venting, and you be like. You know, they don't ask you if you even doing anything. He said, when they want to talk, you say, do you um, do you need my head, my ears, or my heart? Or my heart? And I was like, damn, that's really good. Because if you need my head, I can give you just my opinion. If you need my ears, I just listen. If you need my heart, I'm going to give you compassion, empathy, where you may be. Mm. And I was like, So it takes the really stress good. off you because sometimes someone's venting. like, okay, what do they want? Do you want advice? But if you ask that up above, they like, I just need your ear. Oh, I just yeah. got to sit here and listen. I can yeah. play video games maybe. <laughs> mm. I was like, oh, or, shit. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Because I need my heart. Then, okay, let me really pay attention. Yeah, let yeah. me give you my undivided. If you just need my head, let me give you some advice. Yeah. I started realizing there's like people who kind of like, these are the people that I started cutting out. And it's like people who use you as like their emotional tampon. Mm-hmm. They're just like, you know what? I'm just going to dump all my shit on mm-hmm. you just because you're available. Yeah. It's like, bro, what? this is a, I think all relationships are give and take. You know, friendships are developed over time because you guys lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm always dragging you up. Like, oh, yeah. and, and eventually, like, you just start drowning me. Yeah. And 
that's what I started realizing with certain friends. It's like, oh, I'm just here to help you. But when I need help, you're not available because you actually don't have the resources to help me yeah. at all. So now it just feels like I'm a parent. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And that started becoming super exhausting. Yeah. And I started to realize those people too are also the ones that are very they just aren't grateful for anything that they have in their life because yeah. Yeah. there's like real complaints but there's also solutions i'm not here to give people solutions anymore i don't do that shit the reason why is because i feel like if you're a smart enough person you can figure it out you just need somebody to listen but to that's you. why you, you ask people questions you don't tell them. you say well why are you doing it or how are you doing it? and then people usually start they'll start to tick after that they're like oh well i just figured it out well duh you yeah. already you already had it but i'm just you know i'm just you helping just needed someone to bring it out yeah i yeah. used to be terrible at this shit i have a buddy of mine who does a podcast with me yeah. every now and then he was telling me it's like because i remember when i was trying to tell you about my my my, my girlfriend problems right mm-hmm. and like yeah she was an asshole but you went straight to the fuck that bitch and leave her <laughs> I was like, Doc. But that's the advice we give as young dudes. We like, hey, fuck her, man. Really He's like, her. you were right, but I just want somebody to listen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, she was an asshole. I was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's how I was. Like, yeah. and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find that really good balance of not yeah. being that person. Mm-hmm. It's hard though because that's how yeah. my, you see how my mom talked to me. That's yeah. how I speak like, yeah, all right. the fucking time. Like when I don't like some, one of my friends just witnessed this for the first time because usually we keep our circle small, but we met somebody new I didn't like and we were hanging out. <laughs> I looked at this person. I was like, I don't like you. <laughs> like, it's just oh, that's funny. I don't <laughs> and like then like, you. they got really quiet. They I like, thought you were joking. And she's like, oh, it's David. Uh. <laughs> Until I just looked without blinking. <laughs> and he was like, oh shit, you really are like that. And I was like, yeah, you're being really obnoxious. Like you need to tone it down. Like read the fucking room. And then it just the person stopped talking because I just didn't yeah, want to deal talk with it. After that. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> yeah. That, that's pretty much it. I just didn't want to deal with it because it's like I got to be here for the next three hours. You're gonna keep saying inappropriate shit, so mm. shut the fuck up. Yeah, some you people know? are too much. Some people are like, yeah, that yeah. person probably could have beat my ass, but I didn't call my bluff though, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I thought. Uh, Except my uncle works at the prison. <laughs> can I uh, use the bathroom? Oh yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm just making sure I didn't want to. <laughs> we about to wrap up anyways. Go ahead. Hit the That's bathroom. Funny. Hey, but fuck wrong though, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hell, bitch ass motherfucker. So how did he respond after that though? Like they were he, just kind of like just leave? No, they just they he stood there mm-hmm. and just just watched. Right? Because everybody wanted to say it, but mm-hmm. I had to say it because nobody would. Because he was just trying to be so funny to the point where it was obnoxious. He was saying like some inappropriate shit to the girls in the group too. Yeah. He's like trying to be like that type of funny. And he mm-hmm. just got to the point where I was like, I'm too old for this. I got to let you know this because you're being fucking annoying and yeah. nobody wants to deal with this. We're all in our 30s here. Fuck you. Did he <laughs> apologize afterwards? Oh, anything? no. He was just too embarrassed. <laughs> Damn. He just, I mean, he wasn't going to apologize because he didn't feel like he did anything wrong. But it's just like when somebody's staring at you, mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally just looking into your soul, either two things were going to happen. He was going to buck back at me, fight me, mm-hmm. or he's going to shut the fuck up. So I'm assuming he never came out with y'all again after that. Oh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. He got in the car. Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> no, but that's what happened. Everybody was because so uh, our friend brought that dude in mm-hmm. and then he was complaining to him after. He's like, yo, you fucking boy so disrespectful and shit, blah, blah, blah. You know, like, oh, he thinks he's like some hot shit. It's like, nah, bro. It's like, he's like, that's how David is, though. It's like yeah. you were annoying people. We just don't say anything. Yeah. It's like, you know, you were kind of making inappropriate jokes to the women in the group. He didn't like it, so he said something. He's like, you're not going to get away when you talk to David like that. Did you did the dislikes on your videos go up after that? <laughs> like, he went back, what's this fucking guy? He opened up seven accounts. He's like, what the fuck? Are you know, fuck fuck David. His account's called Fuck David. Yeah, that's it funny. feels good, though. It's like now, like I mean, I've, I've been like this for a good chunk of my life, but now I really don't care. What's, if you're insignificant to me, I don't care what your opinion about me is anymore. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Like In my mind, you did something wrong. 
and you know people were uncomfortable you didn't read the fucking room people were trying to tell you so somebody had to say something and i just you know it's the problem is too is like a lot of people have small town vibes about stuff like this small town stuff is like everybody knows everybody so Mm -hmm. they don't say shit they just kind of let people do whatever they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really have that. So every time mm-hmm. I like sometimes go back home and I'm hanging out with certain friends, there's people in the group that everybody dislikes, but they always invite them. Mm-hmm. I, they got to be like, yeah, stop doing that. Yeah. Like, but then I'm always the asshole because I got to tell this dude to shut the fuck up every time. Yeah, Because nobody else. Nobody there, else will. Yeah, yeah. Or it's going to be the most awkward time for the next six hours. It's like we're not doing that. We have to do this. Like yeah. you yeah. didn't have to invite this motherfucker here. You don't even <laughs> like him. Why yeah. you keep stop doing it? But it's because they don't. For some reason, they feel like they need everybody's approval still. Yeah. Like, well, mm-hmm. if he walks away and he hates us, I'm going to feel bad. It's like, who cares, yeah, man? Like, he'll live. He'll survive. Yeah, be he'll funny. be fucking fine. We had a holiday party not too long ago. We were doing the Zoom call shit. This motherfucker, bro. This is what I'm talking about. Some people feel a certain way. I'm, I'm not sure if you guys ever felt this where because you guys um, uh, accrued a certain amount of success, they feel that they're either owed some of your success Mm-hmm. Or they fucking hate you for being successful. Mm-hmm. And it comes out in the most sideways shit ever. Mm-hmm. And I just can't stand that stuff because mm-hmm. I'm always congratulating all my friends, mm-hmm. no matter what their successes are, because it's amazing to see. Yeah. So we're all chilling and shit. And this dude literally comes up out of nowhere. He goes like, oh, so when are you going to cut me a check for stealing all my jokes? This is like high school friend, right? And I'm like, when have you ever been funny? <laughs> And then everybody's like dead quiet. I was like, no, seriously. He's, He's like, like, yeah. Oh, he goes like, oh, like that. He's like, you just going to not give us credit for anything like that. I was like, credit. I was like, do you still work at a Sephora selling women's makeup? <laughs> just what went. credit do you deserve? I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Bro, you still working at the same part time? And I just kept roasting him mm-hmm. over. I was like, you look like you fucking warm your hands over a burning garbage can. Fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> And they just went in. Well, if you saw the way he looked, I'll show yeah, you a picture. Just, he looked like he looks. He kind of looks like uh, Will Smith's dad that left him. Like was it that fucking? Yeah, that's one of the best episodes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. episode, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Why you don't want me? Yeah. Why you don't yeah. want me? If you didn't cry watching that, you soulless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. not for sure. That episode, man, it was a great. Episode. But you know, let me. What's funny to me? I'm not very emotional. Mm. But I think one of the saddest cinematic scenes, he always laughs at this, is when fucking Dave Chappelle is roasting Nutty Professor. <laughs> that shit is the saddest shit to me. Because I never like bullies, you know? I don't like seeing people Bro, like, who, who cares? Every time he said, I laugh, I'm like, that's the sad thing to you? This Yo, motherfucker been to funerals. Nah, he sees man. death. <laughs> That shit is so... When you look at the, the look on his face and then play the music, I feel so bad. I guess because I was fat and it didn't bother me. Yeah, and then when the dude... You should have felt it more. <laughs> and then when he dropped uh, Jada Pinkett off and then she like, I'm sorry, Sherman. He like, oh, it's all right, Miss Birdie. <laughs> and then he walked, he turned around, got the newspaper on his head. He just dropped it. I felt so... Every time, it feels oh, terrible. Like the faces Eddie was making, like when they start drowning it out and he just... No, there's a lot sad. of other movies that are way sadder than that. I'm sorry. Not for me. You don't know, see that when Ricky shit. died when he got hit with that shotgun 80 miles away? I love, I love that movie. It didn't make me. I was like, man, that's part of it. 
Hey, like what he kind of deserved it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why people, do you split? Why are you taking a piss every day? Yeah, come yeah, on, man. Yeah. Come on, Ricky. Yeah, yeah, I mean, every, play? every time you tell me that, I laugh. That shit be so funny. Watch it me. again. Just watch that. It's the saddest uh, shit. Well, I know that scene because I was fat and I felt his case. But then at the same time, I was like, kind of fat. What's funny? I'm not very emotional, but I'm very empathetic. I get that from my mom, so I just felt it for him. And I, I used to like fight bullies in elementary and stuff. I didn't like bullies. Yeah, like I didn't like it. I don't like people. I I cried this morning. Why? I was on a walk and I had so much gratitude. But you a bitch, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was. I was crying. I was listening to church music. I was like, "Why am I? I'm crying." No, I picked the pedal off the floor. He was like, "This is God's creation." (laughs) Rub the pedal between his fingers and smelled it. Oh my god. Since he went there, I got to flip it a little bit. Like, we've been in a pocket this month. Like, the energy, my frequency has never been this high. And it started with um, our friend gave us this prayer affirmation. It's four minutes you do in the morning. He says, mm. him and his brother been doing it. You do it every day. He said, when they started doing it, his brother won a Grammy. His other business took off. I was like, let me, let me. Hey, give me some of that. Like, 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 give it to me. I, I'm all for stuff like that. Kid you not. After I do it, the next day, book the show. Booked another writing gig. I was like, so I kept doing it. More things kept popping up. I'm like, all right, all right, hold on. But it gets you in this space. You do it first mm-hmm. thing in the morning. You're just so grateful and you're putting this energy out mm-hmm. and it just works. And then like, I'll be listening to other affirmation music. I listen to high frequency music in the morning. I always like to set my tone because like your first five minutes dictates your whole day for the most Damn. part. So I, I got a whole morning routine because a lot of times I feel like it's a choice. Like sometimes you can wake up in a bad mood, yeah. but I can switch that. Mm-hmm. If not, you're going to be in a bad mood all day yes, and sir. I don't like being like that. So I need... Even as far as just making your bed. Like, yeah. You just first accomplishment of the day, make my bed. Dude, personal responsibility is something that a lot of people don't like to hear. It mm-hmm. actually makes them angry. Oh yeah. When you go, yeah. hey, you know, I'm not. I'm not talking about very specific yeah, negative. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about stuff like that, like your mood. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, you have an ability to change it. Well, fuck you. I don't. It's like, but if you're not taking responsibility for how you feel, your whole life is going to be fucked. Yeah. I always yeah. tell people this too. It's like, you know, life is always about tripping. Like you're tripping constantly. Yep. We're all uh, we're all unbalanced human beings, yep. and mm-hmm. we're just trying to stand up all the fucking time. Yep. If you're not ready to take on what what that is, then it, life is going to be tough. Because mm-hmm. you expect it to be nice to you mm-hmm. all the time. It's not supposed to be that way. Yeah. Life is constantly beating you down. Just by how you react. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna, something's going to happen just by how you react. I'm not, definitely not just walking outside and crying, bro. <laughs> but oh, I was, I was, hey, if I was your neighbor with the blinds, I'd be like, yo, the I, fuck is it wrong was, with It was guy? one singular tear. I was like, oh, shit. Uh, oh, my bad. <laughs> you had the glory tear. <laughs> the glory tear. <laughs> His hand on the fence. I was like, <laughs> I'm very particular about my energy, who I let around me, who I like to be around, like my frequency. I just notice, like, I think certain blessings come on a certain frequency. Mm. And when I start doing the affirmation and getting deep in it in my morning routine, start getting blessed. And like the energy that's been crazy, the people we've met, and a lot of people we go around, they be like, man, I like you guys' energy. I'm like, thank you. I mean, just. But that's why we, you know, yeah, why we friends with you, with you for yeah. so long. <laughs> I mean, that's the, that's the crazy. I think a lot of people always wonder this too when they talk about this podcast. Like, I've always talked about. I've, I keep friends for a very long time, mm-hmm. a very long time. Mm-hmm. I have the same friends since elementary school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. And uh, when when people see a lot of other people like in videos or whatever, I'm like, well, those are acquaintances. These mm-hmm. are friends. Mm-hmm. They're 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 different. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like for you guys too, like you guys been in the group for 
how many fucking years? Yeah, it's kind yeah. of nuts. And I, people always ask this too. They go, how do you keep lasting friendships? Mm-hmm. But what, what, what was your guys' answer to that? Well, it was a foundation before it was a mm-hmm. business. So we came all together organically. And then the way we came together, it almost seems like it was meant to be. Like I was telling you how I met him first day of school. Then he was my neighbor. Then across from his house, a man, I mean, dorm, Emmanuel's room yeah. was right there. So it was like, how we, this is like a 10 story building. How we all on the same yeah, floor, neighbors. Went together, and yeah. then we just, just met up and linked. So it felt like it was more meant to be. And Mike, best friend, sixth grade, Chaz, my brother. So it was like this organic match. It wasn't like we we're put together like day 26. <laughs> we had to go get cheesecake. <laughs> we were friends before we started a business. So, like, the end of the day, is it's, it's a friendship that uh, business derives. Well, I think from. it's an authenticity thing, too. Like, you're only mm-hmm. going to be around people who you can genuinely feel like. You'll feel when you're around somebody, you're like, I'm not gonna get along with them. Yeah, like, you you can just you just know it. Like you're like, I'm, I'm a type of person. Not gonna hang with them. But so when you find people who are just genuine and authentic, you're like, okay, okay, I can, I can, I can, I can rock with that. You know what I'm saying? That that relationship uh, development part is hard for a lot of people. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, sometimes I don't know how to explain it. Like, you know, we I talk about this concept of. Uh, when people move to big metropolitan cities, I always say like people, even when they're friendship, they fuck on the first date. Mm-hmm. They see a glimpse of what they like in a human being and they go, that's my boy. We best friends. Yeah. It's like, you don't even know don't this know. motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. And then they get either backstabbed, something happens that yeah. I can't believe they did. How? You didn't know them. You did. Yeah. There's no foundation. Yeah. You guys mm-hmm. didn't go through fucking dirt and grime together. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is, you have not seen this person's true character. That happened to me once in my life and I never let it happen again. Yep. And that was yep. my fault. I had to take responsibility for that. Because yep. yep. I thought he was a good person because this person was likable. But likable does not make you a good person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It just makes you somebody. An entertainer. Yeah, an entertainer. This means you're an extrovert. Exactly. Or you got charisma. <laughs> <laughs> so like people like, even this guy too, like he, he owed me a project and we were friends for a couple of years. I helped him out a lot. And I was like, oh, like if we do a paid project, like he's going to get it done in time. Yeah. Fucking ignored my calls for like days. Go. Right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't know. I had a short temper at the time because I was super nice. <laughs> but mm-hmm. he owed me money. Right? Oh, yeah. And good. when you broke, money is everything. everything. Oh, yeah. Everything. And so literally I just called him. I was like, bro, I know where you live. If you don't show up at my house in an hour, I'm going to fuck you up. That's it. And then he just texted me back. And he goes, I'll be there. <laughs> and I was like, so you were ignoring my calls. Why I got to take off? Why I got to do all? Why I got to come out of character for you to, yeah, to like, give on, me what I'm Exactly. Over. So he comes through and I'm like, fucking live it, you know? And then I'm just like, bro, what the fuck is your problem? Because I had this other project. I was like, I don't give a fuck. I gave you money. <laughs> like, you owe me the project. My, my thing is just, just communicate, bro. Or say something. Just say something. Anything. Yeah. You don't just fucking bounce. Yeah. He was a fucking, he was a ladder climber. So he sees something mm. more opportune. He'll drop anybody and everybody, whether it's friend, family, mother, father. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter, yeah. It's mm-hmm. for him. And that's who he is. And I, I, we met up not too long ago. I haven't seen him in years. He comes up to me, goes, hey, man, it's been like, we were at this function. And he was at a function that... His his uh fiance was doing well at so he just mm-hmm. he's tackling onto his fiance's success now mm-hmm. so whatever he's still doing this thing he comes up he goes hey bro I just want to say like I'm a different man I want to apologize and I just hope we could be friends again and I was like hey thanks for the apology but we're not friends no. and like, what I told you last time was to never talk to me so you need to move <laughs> and that's what it is because you're still the same person you yeah. just feel bad yeah. <laughs> like thing about apologies too that I that I really believe that people don't understand is like. When you give somebody an apology, you do it because you feel like you did wrong. But it's still up to the person to forgive you or not. Yeah. Like, for me, I don't think about you. Yeah. You know, I have a choice not to think about you. But you're not coming into my circle. Because that's what he's asking now. Yeah, he's yeah. like, hey, we could be friends. Let's have lunch again. 
no. now you're trying to be in my circle. No. I'm not breaking bread with you. You stay outside. Exactly. And, and you've seen how people apologize in your household when you yeah. brother's on the knees. So you know a real yeah. apology. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't see you bleeding from your calves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is you bleeding, so, bro? Yeah, you need to apologize. Yeah, so. you better rip out your eyelashes or something and put it down on I my knees. Sacrifice out here. Yeah, where's my goat? I don't you, see no like, goat. put your finger on the plate and hand it to you. I want to see that shit. Oh, yeah. But hey, man, that wraps up this podcast. That shit was an hour and 40 minutes. Solid. So much Solid. shit to talk about. But where can they find you guys? Oh, man. All right. Let's do the rundown. All right. First and foremost, at Dormtainment, um, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, find our uh, sunglasses business at the Shady Side Up uh, and ShadySideUp.com. Tune into the Comedy Trap House where. And we were going to bring you some. I'll never see you wearing shades. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he's the shades guy. <laughs> yeah. so. I, I got these tiny ass eyes, bro. I just went real hard. <laughs> and I'm good. So like, Comedy Trap House podcast <laughs> uh, for our Patreon is uh, patreon.com backslash boss talk. Um, and check us out on there. And then uh, my Instagram is at I roam a lot. And Cam from DT. And that's, that's pretty, that's much, pretty it. much it. Cool. Yeah. Every Thursday and Sunday, we'll see y'all next time. Peace.